Hey, you guys, I hope you guys are doing good today. Happy new month. It is officially May 2nd. I can't even believe like we're already in May, child. Um, my event is, I think, like, uh, like, I don't know, like 19 days or something away. It's coming up close. It's in a few weeks. We have 10 tickets left, and that is it. So if you've not gotten your tickets to come and meet me in the ATL and come to my private event, get your tickets. We got 10 left. Um, so thank you guys so much to everybody who bought a ticket. I cannot wait to see you all. We're going to have a good time. We have a lot of stuff lined up. It's about to be litty, okay? <laughs> Anyways, I hope y'all are doing good. Hey, y'all, y'all can see me. Okay, good, good, good. I'm here. You said you got your cocktail ready, Miss Bishop? I know that's right, honey. Sit back and relax, okay? So it has been, oh my gosh, let me tell y'all this before I get it into the story. Wait for some more people to come on up in here. So as you guys know, I have been covering, you know, a lot of more serious topics last month especially with the teachers. Um, do you know that every single video I did, including my last live stream, where I did an update on the teacher whose leg was broken by the student, YouTube uh, not only demonetized it, they also age restricted it. So I reached out to my YouTube manager and I was like, you know, hey, like what gives? Like I did nothing wrong. I'm reporting on a story. The news is reporting on it. And they basically said that, you know, um, it's sensitive uh, because it involves children. I mean, just BS. It's like you cannot talk about anything serious on this platform anymore without risk of demonetization. And now, like, when I tell you, there's probably about five videos of mine that are age restricted. And again, like I said, it's not just about the money. When they hit you with an age restriction, that means it's not, or even a demonetization, honey, that means it is not in the algorithm. It is not being pushed, you know what I'm saying, through YouTube. And I feel like because I have so many of that on like my videos, that is why like, you know, like my channel is like low key blacklisted. They claim it's not, but I don't believe nothing they got to say, child. I don't believe shit that comes out their mouth. They're full of it. But that's not gonna stop me from still speaking my truth. You know what I'm saying? I get enough support where, you know what, it is what it is. If they want to demonetize, you know, a video, you guys support me on the YouTube memberships, Patreon, you know what I'm saying? So for that, I'm forever grateful. You know what I mean? So I, I'm going to keep speaking my truth as I see it. Um, I've noticed a lot of my videos with, you know, concerning the trans communities, those also get demonetized, but that's okay. And we will talk about that later on in the stream. Because um, I do want to address some things, and especially to some of my trans um, supporters, I want to address some things. And I told one of them that I would on live. And so we will talk about that in a little bit. But in the meantime, uh, yesterday was the Met Gala. And I know a lot of you guys like when I do like live stuff where I'm looking at fashions, because I guess I'm just naturally funny. I don't be knowing how, who half these people are, um, you know. Fashion once again is in the in the eye of the beholder. So some of the pieces to me are cute, and some of them is next. 
Um, so we will go through a few pieces. We'll go through, you know, a few people that, you know, went viral at the Met Gala. Um, Little Nas X, honey. We see you, boo. And Doja Cat. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what is going on with her. Um, she refused to speak English. She just meowed the whole night. You know, I wonder if they fed her kitty child. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just like, damn, that's a crazy pussycat right there. <laughs> so, so we're going to go ahead and look at some of these fashions. Um, it was a lot going on last night. Uh, Rihanna was late. Her and ASAP Rocky. I don't know what the hell he had on. We're going to talk about him in a second. I don't know if the poor baby shitted on himself, but she was like the last one to the carpet. I'm like, is she breastfeeding? Where's Rihanna? You know, we're all waiting for Rihanna to come through, honey. They have to change a few dirty diapers or something. Because she came running up there and he had on jeans with an Irish kilt. Okay, sir. All right. And he had on like three Gucci belts. Like, what is this? But let me go ahead and um pull up my screen here. Oh, let's start with these two. <laughs> Mr. P. Diddy. Uh, Grandpa, Papa Diddy, he came out to the event and he bought Young Miami. He left the other baby mama at home. So Young Miami uh, escorted him. So let's go ahead and watch this video here. All right, y'all seen that video? Diddy came up with that big black quilt. Uh, yeah, I was here for Young Miami's outfit. I, I'm very interesting to see like how much, you know what I mean? Um, I don't think we can play this video because Vogue owns it. But it's very interesting to see how much she's blown up. You know, she went from barely being able to string together a, a rap lyric to now she's at the Matt Gala. You know what I mean? And I, I loved her outfit. I just thought it was really pretty with the pearls. It was different. And there's another picture of her where she has a, a big CG as like her headpiece. So instead of wearing like Gucci or Chanel, she has CG to represent city girls. I heard that they're no longer together. They're no longer a group. I don't think JT and her are as close as they once were, which is unfortunate. But I was here for this look. Diddy uh, looked like a vampire, like always, but I, I liked Young Miami's look. I was here for it. Let me go ahead. Let's go on to here. Uh, share this tab. Doja Cat. It's Pussycat herself. So this was her look here. Now, y'all know I don't like cats. That's not a secret. I'm not a fan of cats. Uh, cats kind of creep me out a bit. Um, you know, I'm just not a cat person. But I thought this was an interesting look. She definitely looked like a cat, a high-end cat. <laughs> Doja's just a weirdo, but I, I'm here for it. Um, oh, gosh. All you see is booty cheeks. Child, not her trying to pose and be cute. And all you see is little Nas X's little uh, peaches. Okay, sir. All right, we see you. Uh, next. Okay, let's see. About to catch another fight? Oh, no, we can't play. I got music. Can't play that, but this is very interesting. Here he is with, I think, uh, maybe Bad Bunny or somebody, honey, or Jay Belvin. Maybe it's Jay Belvin. It's very interesting. 
Okay. I like this picture with the two of them. Just two crazy cats chilling at the Met. All right, we see y'all. Girl, next. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I don't know who these people are right here. <laughs> y'all can write in the chat. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who these two young people are. Um, let's see here. Next. Hold on. Who y'all say it is? Y'all don't know either. Bad. Oh, that's Bad Bunny. I don't know, child. I don't know who them are. I know this is Billie Eilish. And the reason why I know it's her, because she got them weird blue eyes. Her eyes always look to me like she's like staring at your soul. So I know that's Billie. Kim. Of course, she got to be in the picture. <laughs> um, I don't know who they are. Y'all can help me out. Y'all right who these folks are? I'm not sure. I just recognize little Nas X. Now, here goes Doja Cat. They're trying to interview her. They're trying to do a serious interview. I, <laughs> this girl's a trip. Okay, so tell me all about this. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> who wait so who made it wow wow okay so something a little different so what was your inspiration for tonight be honest with me and go into detail wow 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 so what are you excited look to the, see look at the, her little handler nodding like he understands cat mm-hmm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in there oh today God. Wow. Is it your first mat? Wow. I'll see you in there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me all even though Doja Cat is a uh, I don't care. Doja Cat is a weirdo, but I it's just something about her. She's funny. And I don't even like cats, and that shit was funny as hell. Meow. <laughs> and her handler's sitting there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he just understands everything she's saying, child. Oh my gosh, she's a mess. So now let's watch Little Nas X walk up, honey. How long is this going to take? How long? <laughs> Not the two of them, me, Owen. Child, you can't make this up. So y'all just ain't gonna speak no English, huh? Just no, no, no English, no Espanol, none of that shit. Meow, meow. <laughs> oh my God, that is too funny. They are a mess, but you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for the high fashion Illuminati outfits, okay? I am here for it. Now let's move on to um, Serena. Serena decided to use this as her announcement. So let's let's go ahead and check out Miss Serena Williams, honey. Here she is. I, I don't know who she's wearing. But I thought it was an interesting look. I thought it was interesting. Um, let me go back a bit here. Here she is. She's holding the baby. So she's on her second child with Alexis Ohanian, her husband. So congratulations to those two. I'm really happy for them. So I thought her outfit was just, you know, it was decent. It's giving, I don't know, bridal stewardess. <laughs> I don't know, child. You know, it's just high fashion. It costs more than my outfit. So, uh, yeah, that's all I can say about that. 
So now let's also go ahead and we're going to look at uh, more people. Let's look at these folks here. Share this tab. So this is Jonelle, uh, Janelle Monet. That's Sama Hayek. I think this is cute. It's giving me like a virgin. <sighs> Touch for the very first time. I don't, that's what it's giving me. We see you, ma'am. Okay. Um, Catholic school girl. Here go Doja's whole outfit here. That's cute. And she even got the little claw-like nails. Okay, Doja, we see you, sis. We see you. Let's see here. Let's keep scrolling. Uh, I don't know who this is. But I'm kind of liking this. It kind of gives me steampunk. It gives, if y'all know, like, steampunk fashion, that's the vibe I'm getting from this girl. Um, what's her name? Let's scroll down. I like the shoes. The platform shoes is cute. They're giving. Her name is Jenna Ortega. Okay, Jenna. It's cute, and she's wearing, you know, Carl's signature, you know, uh, bow tie ensemble. Carl uh, Legfield. Ledgerfeld. Carl Ledgerfeld. That's who this is in homage to. He died back in 2019. So I'm kind of feeling that. Now, I believe this is Bad Bunny. Okay. I, I get nothing. It's it's doing nothing for me. Yep, it's Bad Bunny. All right, all right, Cardi. Now I will say that Cardi is looking is looking like a cross between Chanel and Carl. Um, I know she was definitely going for paying homage to him, so we see her with the, you know, the tie, the half suit top, the gray hair because he had you know grayish blonde hair. So this is cute. It's given. Okay, it's given. Okay. Hmm. I'm kind of liking this. Is this that? Who is this? Oh, it's Gigi. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know these people be watching this stuff like, no, T, no, no. I was, I was thinking it was either Gigi or, or, or Stasi. Okay, Gigi. I like this. This is cute. It's giving. Okay. That's the man from the Goonies. He's been winning all the awards. He's doing his thing. So he's representing Carl as well. I like that. I like that. Uh, Kihu Kwan. Yeah, he's won a lot of awards. He's putting on for the Asian American community. So congrats to him. I like his outfit. It's just nice and clean. All right. The Kardashian-Jenner sisters are in the house. Um, you know, legend had it, they weren't invited. I'm not sure how they got in there, um, but they were here. So yeah, they, they came. Um, let's see here. Kim looks like a midget compared to her sister. She looks very tiny. But again, Kendall's wearing these huge platform shoes. I'm liking the neck. That reminds me of Carl. Um, it's okay. You know, these super long sleeves, okay. I really like Kylie's dress. Yeah, I know I like like that one arm, you know, look. I'm I'm really liking Kylie's dress and I like how underneath it's like really satiny and purple. I think that's really pretty. Kim's dress is cute. I heard it took a long time to make. I think it has like 50,000 freshwater pearls, you know, uh shout out to the pearls in the ocean that were used to make her dress. Uh kudos to y'all. Um yeah. It's cute. It's giving. All right, Kard Kardashian Jenners. All right. I don't know who this is. 
I like the red though. I'm liking the red. I don't know about the biker shorts with the long socks. Who is this? The internet's daddy. Who is the internet's daddy? Oh, his name is Pedro Pascal. Who's the ain't my daddy? Mandalorian. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, he's cute. Don't get me wrong. He's handsome. Um, but he just needed to wear a full thing of pants. Uh, you can't wear that heavy jacket with shorts. Either you're hot or cold, sir. Okay. Yeah, he cute. He cute. I know he's my daddy though, but hey, Zaddy. <laughs> All right, here goes Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna came in. You know, Rihanna don't do not play with her fashions, honey. She was bundled up with all them damn roses and flowers and shit with the glasses, trying to hide that belly. And then she eventually, you know, she just poof, took it all off. And you can see her. She looks beautiful. She looks like she's glowing. She got the double D action going on here. She looked really beautiful. So I'm feeling that outfit. This is her husband in the back with this skilt on. <laughs> you got to see his whole outfit. We're going to get back to him. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find it real quick because I want y'all to see what the hell he done. He had on. Let's see. Well, we'll come back. We're gonna come back. Let me just keep scrolling. We're gonna. We, I have a picture of ASAP. Okay, here we go. Now I think Young Miami looks pretty here. She's smiling. She looks happy. Um, she's not playing side chick. In this picture, she looks like the main, and I'm here for it. Diddy looks like a black vampire. Uh, Interview with the vampire. He looks like he sucks souls for a living in that outfit. <laughs> but I'm here for Young Miami. I'm liking the feathers. It gives me like, you know, flapper, 20s vibes, especially with the pearls and stuff hiding her cooch. I'm here for that. It's like sexy, but not too much. You know what I'm saying? The coochie ain't out, okay? Unlike the BT award outfit that she wore a few years ago, she kept flashing everybody. This is cute. I'm liking this. I'm liking it. Okay, who is this? The hair is not giving me anything. It kind of reminds me of like Twiggy from like the 60s. Um, I'm here for the little flowers. It's cute. Who is this? Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, sis. All right. See, some people, sometimes I don't recognize people's names in, in their, you know, their faces. So she looks different here. Okay, we see you. All right, sis. Um... She looks familiar. I got to keep scrolling down. I'm, I'm okay. A lot of safety pins. Holding together the outfit with pearls and some flowers. Okay. Safety pins. Oh, Anne Hathaway. I knew she looked familiar. She looks nice and slim and trim. I'm here for that. Yeah, she looks slim and trim. Okay, Anne Hathaway. We see you, sis. Slim and trim. Okay. <laughs> Don't y'all like my reviews? <laughs> All right, next. Oh, Lizzo. Okay, sis. We see you. So Lizzo's out here. She got the fresh water pearls going on too. I love the updo. Lizzo is slaying. I like this. This is classy. She's not giving too much. You know what I'm saying? She looks very classy here, upbeat. I'm here for this. Yes, yes, I'm here for this. This is pretty. Got the little train action. Okay, Lizzo. Who is this? Now, this is the man, Carl. So somebody put him on their dress. That's that's dope. But who is this person? 
They look so far away. Let me see. Actor Jeremy Pope. Tribute to Lego. I don't know who Jeremy Pope is. I thought it was a girl at first. Okay. All right. Well, Jeremy, we see you. That's a nice little tribute. Okay, Jeremy. That's nice. Yeah, I didn't know it was a guy. I mean, he's 100 feet away and he has an updo. I mean, my first thought, it's a girl, but it says Jeremy. So, okay, I'm liking that. That's different. Who's this? She looks familiar. This is giving me bedding. This is giving me bed, bath, and beyond. Chic. I'm here for the shoes, though. The shoes are slaying. I'm, I'm loving the... Everything from the waist down is giving, but everything from... The waist up is giving me Bed Bath & Beyond chic. I don't like it. Okay, Kara. Oh, okay, yeah, Kara. She's been, I don't know, she's been, that's the one that like stalks Meg and follows Meg the Stallion around everywhere, okay. I'm liking this. This is cute, I'm liking this. Okay, Amanda, we see you. That's cute. Oh, look at Kiki Palmer. Wow. This is pretty. She has like that new mom glow. You know what I'm saying? She just had the baby. She got the big old breastfeeding titties. I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. She looks like a classic, like, she looks like a black Barbie doll. I'm loving the hair. She looks good. She don't even look like she had a baby two months ago. Okay, Miss Shepard, we see you. She looks really, really pretty. Oh, I'm sorry, did I call her Kiki Shepherd. <laughs> sorry. Kiki Palmer. I meant to say Miss Palmer. Why did I say Shepherd? Kiki Palmer. Yeah, she looks beautiful. I'm I'm liking this. This is really pretty. All right. Who is this? Oh, Glenn Close. Okay, sis. All right, with the bedding. Bed, bath, and beyond. <laughs> I like her outfit without all this bedding material. This just reminds me, you know, when you're changing sheets and, you know, you got that extra layer, you know, you call your kids, hey, y'all hold that in. I got this in. In my, it looks like a fitted sheet. I, I don't like it. But I like the dress, though. Like the dress is cute. It's age appropriate. The shoes are given. All the jewelry. I'm here for that. But that bedding, mm-mm. Nah, I don't like the bedding. Who is this? Okay, somebody's getting married. All right. Cute. Okay. Model Alton Mason. All right, Alton, we see you. He's slaying here. All right now. He said he is the bride. Fuck what you heard. <laughs> okay. So they're matching. They're doing the little couple thing. Okay. Looks like prom meets Hollywood. Jeremy Scott and uh, Devin Aoki. Okay, cute, cute, cute. Hmm, okay, this is interesting. I'm here for the bow tie in a way and with the flowers, so she's in theme. I really like the pants. Like you can see the glitter and the shine. I don't like the big skirt. I think y'all do one or the other. I think if she'd have did the top with the pants, and the little middle stash is cute. I just feel like the skirt is too much. It did. It wasn't needed. In this, because the bow tie is so big, less is more. You already had this big ass bow tie. 
It's damn near hiding your shoulders is so big. We don't need to hide your hips and ass, okay? You got to pick one or the other. We want to see hips and ass. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like the top. And this is Emily Blunt. That is who she is, Emily Blunt. Okay, cute. Oh, 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 oh. I know that's not J-Lo. Oh, no, I'm not here for this. Oh, no. this is. Let me look at the name first before I judge. Jennifer Lopez wore Ralph uh, Lauren. Oh, no. This does not look right at all. And Jennifer has a nice body. This, this I'm seeing her stomach looks weird. I don't know if that's netting. No, this is bad. She looks like she has no hips. Are y'all feeling this? I like, at first I thought I got the wrong person. See, I got a name right. I cannot believe that is Jennifer. I'm here, yeah, the hat is cute. I'm here for the hat. Everything else, no. It's too much. No. The middle with the crooked titties and the thing going across and then the black veil with the, no. It's, it's doing, it's giving me wedding and funeral in one. Girl, bury that outfit. I've seen Jennifer Lopez slay for the past 20 years. This was not one of them moments. Tomato, 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 ma'am. She did not hit the mark, just keeping it real. I'm, I'm very shocked that they let her out the house like this. Because usually Jennifer, she has an amazing body. She's a beautiful woman. But this outfit did her no justice. Moving on. Okay, who's this? It's cute. It's okay. Different. I'm kind of liking the one arm. Okay, that's not too bad. I'm here for the little chains, little chain bodice. That is Margot Robbie. Okay. She looks happy. I like her smile. She looks happy. All right, little Nas X, honey. Damn, he is glittered down from head. Look, even his armpits is silver. I wonder how long this took. It probably took a whole day. A lot of work. Not them cutting out the package. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> and then we have Alexis and Serena. They look cute together. I like that. He loves his wife, honey. Okay. This is different. I'm kind of here for this. I, I'm kind of, I'm liking the headdress. It's different. Her dress is cute. I like this train. It doesn't give me Bed Bath & Beyond. This is Valentino's director, Pierre Paolo, with Florence Pug. I don't know who she is. She's pretty, though. Cute couple. Okay. Okay. We got one of the Bailey sisters, Haley. I don't know who the other two are. Um, But I'm liking their outfits. She's really pale. This dress like just literally blends in with her skin. Um, I think get rid of the coat. She doesn't need the coat. I'm here for the paleness. She looks just stunning in white. She looks good. I love her train. It's nice and lacy and full. Her whole outfit is giving. Yes. This is cute too. That looks like Allison Sweeney. Let me scroll down. Actor Julia Garner, Haley Bailey. Oh, 
Daisy Edgar. I don't even know who Daisy Edgar is. Okay, Daisy. Daisy's outfit is cute. It's giving. I think all three of them look cute. She needs to get rid of the jacket. And I think her outfit is cute. It's just simple. And she has a bow tie theme. Haley got the, um, she got the flowers going on. I like them. They look cute. Yeah, they, they all three of them look cute. I like that. That's like, you know, young socialite realness. I'm here for it. Even though I don't know who the other two are. I'm still here for it. Oh, God, here he go. <laughs> Y'all know I don't like damn cats. Here goes Jared Leto. Okay, he got the whole beat face, got the eyeshadow going on. That cat is Carl's cat. Let me show y'all the cat in real life, child. Let me show this tab. This is the cat that, this is the cat look he's going for. Um, as y'all can see. So that is the cat. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of cats, but I would say that his cat was a decent looking cat. I guess it's kind of cute. <laughs> Here, this cat living his best life, having a birthday party on a private plane. I know that's right. Close up of the cat. Now, is the cat still alive? I'm just wondering, no disrespect. Does somebody else own the cat? Because I know he died in 2019, but I don't know if the cat is still alive. But that is who Gerald Leto is um, trying to look like. He's trying to look like that cat. Oh, the cat is alive. He's not alive. The cat died too. The cat is still alive. Okay, he's still alive. Well, we got it looks like we got more alive than dead. So I'm assuming he's alive. More people said he was alive. Other folks said no. He left the money to the cat. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. That cat would be my new best friend. I'll take care of that damn cat. Come here, cat. <laughs> but that is Jared Leto. So that is so funny. I know he was hot as hell. Okay. I'm liking this. is cute. Her dress is kind of simple, but this, I like this type of over-the-top train action. I'm feeling this. It does not give me Bed Bath & Beyond. It gives me feathers. That's cute. Who is this? Oh, Giselle. Okay. She doesn't look as witchy here. All right. You know, she's a witch. That's a joke. No. She'd be casting spells and stuff on the opposite team that her husband is trying to beat. Okay. She looks cute here. Okay. We see you. Oh, who's this? They're pregnant. That's cute. Cute and simple. Who is this? Oh, Carly Kloss. Okay. She looks cute. I like that. Something simple. Okay. This is interesting. What was the rest of her? Why didn't they show the, her whole outfit? I want to see the bottom of it. This is model uh, Anok Yai. I would love to see the full thing. I'm going to have to Google. I don't like the gloves. At first, I thought those were her hands, but now I see their gloves. I don't like the gloves. I don't think she needs the gloves, especially being that she's doing the whole mesh look on her eyes. But the dress looks, from what I can see, the dress looks cute. I wish I could see the full thing. 
Um, now we got a full dress for her, and her dress ain't even as crazy as this dress look. This is a cute picture, though. I like it. It's very simple. This is giving me sixth grade graduation. Yeah, it's giving me sixth grade graduation. It's cute, though. It's just cute, simple. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I remember the choker, like, you know, eighth grade, sixth grade graduation with the bow in the hair. It's giving me elementary school. It's cute, though. Who is this? Her name is Jenny Kim. Oh, from Blackpink. Oh, I've heard their music. One time I was up late at night. You know, I'm old hoodie. I couldn't sleep. And I was watching MTV and this group came on. I had never heard of them. Um, and it was like really, their music was cool. It was like a real fun video. Remind me like the 90s. So I had to ask like, you know, the younger tea sippers, who are these Asian girls on my screen? I had recorded it because I know who they were. So I recorded it and I posted it in Telegram. And they told me that that was Blackpink. So that's how I first found out about them. But I don't know the individual girls, but they got some good songs. They got some good songs. Yeah, they, yeah. They still have MTV, Alexandria. Where you been? Mm-hmm. It, it came on late at night. Look, somebody said T had to be born before 82 because she don't know who they are. Absolutely not. Now how you gonna get back that I don't know who a K-pop person is? That, this ain't my generation. Come on now. I can see if y'all would say, like, that'd be like me getting mad because, well, sometimes I do get mad, but <laughs> if y'all don't know, like, a singer from the 90s, this ain't my generation. I don't, you know, just wake up like, oh, I wonder what the K-pop people are doing. Absolutely not. The hell? <laughs> but she looks cute. Uh, let's see. Who is this? No, this is giving me umbrella realness. It's too much going on. Either move them wings on the side of her arms, move them winged out hips, and then this umbrella that she's standing on. I like her hair, though. Her hair and makeup is giving. No, that outfit is not. That outfit ain't doing it for me. Ashley Graham. Okay, I thought it was Ashley Graham. Next. Oh, not Kate Moss, spitting out a little Kate Moss. Damn, her daughter looked just like her. Wow. Her daughter looks just like her. Now, Kate Moss, that's my era. I don't know this little girl name. That's y'all's era. I don't know her daughter, but, uh, you know, Kate Moss was that girl back in the 90s. Wow, her daughter looks just like her. Beautiful picture. Her daughter's dressed appropriately, too, so... I like it. I'm, I'm liking both of their outfits. What's her daughter's name? Her daughter is uh, Leela. Okay, Leela. All right. They look good. Is this Zoe? Zoe it looks like Zoe Kravitz. Let's see. Her hair is cute, though. I like it. I'm here for the hair. Okay, it's like a little suit outfit. Okay, this is cute. It's nice and simple. Who is this? FK Twigs. Oh, I thought it was Zoe Kravitz. Child. <laughs> I thought it was Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> she looked like Zoe. Tell me she don't look like Zoe Kravitz. Whatever. Zoe, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. Y'all not going to do me like that. She looked like her. They look a lot alike. Pretty girl. Okay. So Zoe wasn't popular enough to get an invite, huh? Okay.
Look, they want to make out on the damn carpet. Get a room. I don't even know who this is. Her dress is cute. He looks cute. They need a room though. He just he has so much lust in his eyes for her. Oh my god. Okay, shit. He got me feeling all hot and shit. All right. <laughs> he got all that lust in his eyes. Okay. Who is this? Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Putz Beck. That is David Beckham and Victoria Beckham's son. Child. Little Brooklyn done grew up. He's on the red carpet looking all lustful and cute. Oh my gosh. I feel like a like an auntie. What? I did not know that was Brooklyn. Okay. Little Beckham. Oh my gosh. We've been knowing this since he was a baby, honey. All right. Very handsome. Beautiful wife, too. All right. Y'all still need to get a damn room. Let's see here. Is this Shakira? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> sorry. Sydney Sweeney from um Euphoria. I don't know why she gave me Shakira vibes at first. Okay. I I'm not really liking the bottom half of her dress. I think from the top up is cute. I'm here for the little hat or bow, whatever that is. I don't like the bottom half. They could have just un you know, just untied this and just left it in the car. I don't like the bottom half, but she looks cute though. Euphoria is my show. Let's see here next. Oh, that's that man from Atlanta. Look at you looking like a black vampire. I know that's right. All black everything. It looks nice. Looks very dapper. Okay, I'm here for it. Very dapper. Brian Tyree, that's his real name. I just call him the black guy from Atlanta. He looks nice. Who's this? Jessica Christensen. I would love to see her full dress because this is just giving me a regular Saturday on Hollywood Boulevard. This is not giving me a gala, but I can't see her full dress. So, yeah. Okay. I'm liking the dress. I'm liking the jewels and the placements. Oh, I'm liking the dress. The hair is a bit too plain. I'm here for braids, but I wish that it did like a crazy braided updo. Because that dress is just, the dress is overpowering the hair. I feel like the hair is blah. It's just cornrows to the back. That dress is so dope. She needed like a real, like, almost like Bronner Brothers hairstyle to go with that dress because that dress is everything. That's a Leo dress. I bet you she's a Leo. Because you know Leos, we like, you know, bling and shine and gold and shit. But yeah, it's a beautiful dress. She looks beautiful. I just wish her hair was styled more. Like, I wish they did like really, like a really cool braided updo type look to go with it. But her makeup and her dress, gorgeous, gorgeous. Who is this? This is too plain. It's giving me mummy realness. You can't see her arms. She looks like they're going to wrap them around her and throw her in, her in an asylum. Yeah, she looks like she should be in the crazy home. 
Sorry. She just, I don't know. It's like somebody's going to come and grab her sleeves and wrap them around her and just throw her in an asylum. I don't like it. Who is this? Gwendolyn Christie. Okay, Gwendolyn. I like the hair, though, but I don't like that. Child. I don't like either outfit. It's too hot for this big red leather coat. His shirt. You, I mean, if you're going to do a leather shirt, you don't need a jacket because the leather shirt already looks hot. I think his outfit would be nice without the jacket. She just looks a mess. So next. Okay, Ice Spice. This is cute. This is giving me glam. I'm surprised she was invited. Like she just got here. How did she end up at the... <laughs> How did she get here? She just got here. How she end up at the damn uh, Met Gala? Okay. I like her dress though. It's classy. She's not showing too much. It's not, you know, she fits right in. Like, I don't know if that's a purse. I know it's not a real camera, but I think that's cute though. The one-eyed symbolism is not missed on me. Okay. <laughs> but that dress is cute. Okay. This is different. I'm trying to digest it. I don't like the gloves. I don't like the leather gloves. I think the satin part of her dress is cute. I don't like the hair and the headband with the gloves. The pink that matches the purse, I like that. I think get rid of the gloves and then she got gold on her shoes. Yeah, get rid of the gloves, get rid of the headband. I think the dress is cute though by itself. And this is model Precious Lee, okay. And she's wearing Fendi, all right. This, this is cute. I like this dress. It's giving me like ski trip, winter ski trip with the fur. That's cute. Who is this? Actor Arania DeBose. Well, that's different. Okay, this is different. Is that a guitar? It looks like a, a guitar or a banjo and brought it into her dress. And those are like the strings. Okay, this is, I don't know, it's, it's different. It's giving fashion, I'll say that. It's different. Yeah, it's giving me like, you know, tiny violin. <laughs> it's giving me tiny violin, I'm here for it. Y'all know we love our violins, honey. Okay, who is this? Olivia Wilde. Okay, cute, tiny violin. Who is this? All I see is forehead. He's a Broadway producer, Jordan Roth. Okay. I need to see more of his dress though. All I see is a fan and forehead. All right. That's Billie Eilish. I already know it's her because her eyes, her eyes always look like they're just so piercing. I'm here for it. This outfit is cute. It's giving me high, high fashion goth. It's giving me high fashion goth. I don't know what he's wearing, but okay. But her outfit is cute. I like it. Her whole look is giving. Okay. 
This is different. It's not bad. She's showing enough without showing too much. And then she got the flower theme. I'm kind of here for this. It's not too bad. It's not over the top. Who is this? Model Karen Ellis Elson. Okay. This is cute. This is kind of giving me uh, stewardess vibes. Like an airplane stewardess. It's different. I like the shoes. Oh, that cute. Platforms must be back. Uh, she's a Vogue live stream co-host, Emma Chamberlain. That's Emma Chamberlain? Damn, Emma Chamberlain done got grown. I remember when she was a little girl. I didn't know that was Emma Chamberlain, child. Okay, she looks cute. Wow, time is flying. I remember she was on YouTube, just, you know, a little girl on YouTube. Okay, Emma, that's cute. I like it. I don't know who this is. Her dress is cute, though. That is musician Phoebe Bridges. I ain't never heard of her. Cute dress. Now, this is giving me, like, Native American realness. Like, this looks like a, I don't know, Native American meets Hollywood. She's really pretty. Wow. I like this. Model Quijana Chasing Horse. Now, if her last name is Chasing Horse, she got to be Native. Because, you know, I live in Minnesota, so we have a lot of Natives here. They be having last names like that. Like Chasing Horse and Waterfalls and all types of stuff. She's very pretty. I like it. I like it very different. Now, I know who this is. This is Nicole Kidman. Okay, Nicole. Uh, it just looks plain. It just, it doesn't, it's not giving me anything. Yeah, it's not giving me anything. But okay, it's good to see Nicole. Who's this? He's cute though, handsome. Met Gala co-chair Roger Fetter in Dior. Yeah, he looks nice. He looks nice and demure. All right. I'm assuming this is Rita Ora. Oh, look at her nails. She got like chains on her nails. I like that. Her dress is giving. I'm liking her dress. Rita can kind of wear anything. Let me make sure it's Rita. Okay, it is. Rita Ora. Okay, good. At least I got her name right. Okay. I like that. I like her outfit. She looks really pretty. Who are these people? He looks familiar. Not sure who she is. I don't like that. I don't like that red leather look. It just looks heavy and hot. Actor James Mc, uh, Av and his wife. What did he play in, y'all? Because he looks so familiar to me. X-Men. Okay. I knew he looked familiar. Dr. X. Thank you. I knew he looked familiar. He looks really nice. I don't like her outfit, but um, kudos to them. This is Emily again. Okay. And this is Anna Wintour. She's the one who's throwing the shindig. Okay, Anna. I don't know who this is. Oh, do a leap. How come I never recognize her right away? This is giving me quinceañera. Like, you know, quinceañera, sweet 15. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, it looks a little bit plain. 
this is giving me like 40s nothing even with the cat purse this is chloe thinman yeah i don't really like that whole outfit it looks weird is this lala this looks like lala okay lala anthony this is cute this is kind of giving like 40s so she has the bow tie she got the chains i like that that's cute who is this Okay. I'm not really feeling it, but okay. This is actor Harvey Gullion. Okay, we finally reached the end. Thank God. I'm like, dang, how many more we got? Now, nah, we had to look at ASAP Rocky's outfit. Let me pull that up real quick. Let me share this tab. <laughs> okay, so first of all, Pusha T looks cute here. I like it. I'm here for this look with Pusha T. Zendaya can do no wrong. Zendaya slays every time. Like, I love her outfit. She always looks good on any red carpet. I think I gotta go back this way. Here goes another picture of young Miami and Diddy. Oh, this is her whole dress. Okay. I like that. I just still don't like the gloves, but I like the rest of her dress. I don't know who this is. Okay, so this is Kendall's whole outfit. I feel like she needs like a skirt or something. I don't know. I don't like the whole swimsuit bottom. I think maybe like even if it was like a, a mini skirt or something would look a little bit better. Doja. Kylie. I don't know why she's there. Everybody else's kids were in bed, not Northwest, the nine-year-old. So this was, I liked that Cardi's pink outfit. I thought the pink outfit was cute. <laughs> Little Nas X is so funny. I'm trying to find the Rihanna. I don't think the Rihanna one's on here. I think she made a different post for Rihanna. So let me see if I can find that real quick. Because I want y'all to see. Okay, here it is. Rihanna and ASAP. This was them. You look so beautiful. And then look at his outfit. I said, what the hell? You don't got so much fame dating that lady. But yeah, so those were the fashions um, from the Met Gala. So thank y'all for watching it with me. Um, I know you guys enjoy when I go through these little fashions. Like I said, I don't know everybody. You know what I'm saying? I just go out for the outfits. I mean, no disrespect. If I'm into it, you will know if, you do, if I don't like the outfit, I just don't like it. That's my opinion. But I think for the most part, everybody looked nice. Um, you know, it's a fashion forward event. So let me go ahead and read some of these comments, some of these super chats. Um, TJ says, T, you look beautiful. The skin is skinny. Thank you for covering the topics on teachers. Us 
social workers um, are struggling too. You are so welcome and thank you so much for the super chat. Manuel Martinez sent $10. Thank you so much, Manuel. Um, Lamar Finesse sent five, says happy new month. I've loved your content ever since the poor Michelle situation. Thank you for being you. You are so welcome and thank you. I remember when that went viral, poor Michelle. That was so funny. People are crazy. Um, let's see here. Uh, Janelle Green says, today I'm on time because finally caught a live. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Food Goddess sent $22. Says, just got home to this Toronto, to this Toronto weather. The Lyft driver had me in the rain for 10 minutes saying he's two minutes away. They tried to charge me $3 to cancel. Wow. Take my money, T. Thank you so much. And hopefully you'll have a better day. Hopefully this live stream is making you more happy than the situation that you just left. So thank you. Uh, Janet Londell sent 20 says, hey, T saying hello all the way from Scotland. Stayed up just to catch her live. Looking fab as always. Did you see what Serena Williams wore? Yes. And thank you so much. I appreciate the support. All the way from Scotland. That's dope. Um, let's see here. Uh, Justin says, Doja and Nas were dressed as Carl's cat. Okay. So they chose to do the cat thing, but in a different way from Gerald Leto. Okay, that makes sense. Then Meow one was funny though. That that made my life. That was funny. Um, Rolo said nineteen ninety nine says thank you for all the content you create and your great sense of humor. You are so welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, Solange Murray says love you. T look pretty. My first super chat. I enjoy being a member and watching your deep dives. I love Rihanna's look at the Met Gala. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you for supporting my deep dives. Um, Finesse and Foolishness and Five says, about to hit the gym and watch the playback. Just wanted to show some love. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Octavia says, T, Pedro was on Game of Thrones as Obrian Martel. Are you serious? That's who Pedro is? See, I don't be known people's real names. I know him as a character. Obrian, oh my gosh. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's the one who fought the mountain and then the mountain ended up stepping on him. Oh my God, I didn't know that was the same man. I knew he was fine. I knew I didn't know that was the same man from Game of Thrones. So thank you for making that clear. I never knew that. I never knew his real name. Um, let's see here. Ronaful sent 10 says, T, I listened to your show about teachers slash adults being tired of these students. They better watch that Japanese film Battle Royale and see how teachers and adults did those students shaking my head. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, Brandy sent $49.99. Says, hey, T, I'm going to have to catch a playback. Just want to send some love. Also, your deep dives are everything. Keep being amazing. Sending love from Pittsburgh. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. So now let's go ahead. We went through some of the fashions. Um, I want to talk about now, there's a lot of viral videos that I want to cover. Um, I'm going to save the Matthew Lawrence thing till the end just because that's dealing with more, you know, abuse type stuff. And I don't want YouTube to cut the stream. So I want to talk about a few videos that have gone viral um, in the past few days on social media. So if you guys do not know, there's a viral video of this young man. He worked at he works at Taco Bell. And somebody pulls up on him and they assume that he is 
high out his mind, that he's doing drugs. And they really start going in on him. They start giving him shit. So right now, the internet is really debating on if this person was right to film him. Was he high? Was he just tired? So I want y'all to watch this. I'm going to go ahead and play this clip for you. It's on Twitter, so we're going to all watch it together. Let me uh, share my tab here. This is at the Taco Bell in Niles. I'm sitting here waiting for my food. And this guy looks like this. This is horrible. This is ridiculous. This is the Taco Bell and Niles off 11th Street. Bro, are you good? Yeah. What's going on with you, man? All right, man. I just been working. Home. No, we're waiting for food, man. You got a whole line. You've been sitting here nodding out at the drink machine, man. Yeah, I feel that, bro. Just... Bro, you should probably not be working right now. I feel that, bro. It's just been a hard No, nah, man. No. Dude, we're waiting for food. We've that, been sitting yeah. here waiting. Okay, give me just a second. I'm, I'm going to play part two. Dude, we're waiting for food. We've that, been sitting yeah. here waiting. Yeah, man, and you're sitting here nodding out at the drink machine. So who's making the food? Like, I, I don't understand what y'all are doing. Like, for real, y'all come to work like this? This shit is fucked up. I promise all we're doing is making this. No, nah, man, you guys are on drugs. No, uh, I swear to God, I don't. Dude, I got you drugs. on video, bro. Yeah, I get that, but no, bro. I put that on everything I love. I don't do drugs. Look, can I get a refund? Yeah, what was it? What was it? I'm cool with doing the refund. But I'm going to be real. Yeah, bro, it's just the two of us. Here. Man, no, dude. Like, two of you are standing right here. Nobody's back there making food. You had, uh, I see no lettuce, the number 10 with the large mountain dew. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got you. I do apologize for that. It's just every weekend, bro. It's just me and him. Every bro, weekend. I don't care about that. I ordered food and I've been sitting here for like a half hour. Like, you guys are fucking on drugs. You cannot sit here and say you're not. Bro, can you give me my money back? Yes, that's what I'm doing right now. But I can promise you that. 
Bro, I've been watching you nodding out. But I've just had a long week, bro. I don't no, know. man. I've had a long week, too. I'm trying to eat, and y'all knuckleheads are in here on drugs. God damn. Alright, uh, so just to make sure, it was the number 10 with spicy potato taco, right? Yeah, man. Okay. But yeah, bro, I apologize for that. Dude, don't apologize to me. Go get help, man. You need some help. You need some help, dude. All right, let me come on the screen here. Give me just a second. So that when I first watched the video, I'm not going to lie. When I was watching him kind of like falling into the drink machine and and I'm thinking, well, is he high? What is going on here? But the more I listened to him, I started feeling kind of bad. And it reminded me of when I, I remember I told y'all this story. I had just wanted, I just happened, just out the blue, wanted some fries. And I decided to go to Burger King. And I was literally in the drive through line for 20 minutes. So at this point, I'm livid. I'm like, all I ordered was fries. I'm not getting like, you know, a number five and a number six. I'm not feeding 30 people. So I finally get up to the window and I'm like frustrated. Like, what took so long? It was just some fries. And he literally said, I'm sorry, it's just me here. I said, what do you mean it's just you? And he kind of backed up from the window so I could see. It was literally just him. He was the one taking orders, dropping food, preparing the food, you know, and... When I when I, I thought back to that situation that happened, and while it's easy to say, oh, he's a crackhead, he's popping pills, this generation ain't shit, all they do is, you know, drink lean all day. How do y'all know that that's not somebody who's sleep deprived? When you're sleep deprived like that, we don't know his situation. We don't know if he has bills to pay, got kids to take care of. He says that it's just him and one other person. So a lot of, I mean, think about how many times we go to restaurants. Even last week when I told you I took my niece, you know, out to eat at Denny's, it was just one server there. You know, so how many times have we all been to restaurants where there's literally two or maybe three people, if you're lucky, working? And so it might be a situation where, you know, he's overworked, he's tired, you know, and this is somebody who's literally physically uh, sleep deprived, because when you're sleep deprived, that's how you move. Because I've been sleep deprived, especially when I work on deep dives and I know I need to get to bed, but I just want to get this last edit in and I'm like, not enough. I'm eating ice. I'm having to drink like cold drinks, suck on popsicles and you do different things to try and keep yourself up. You know what I mean? So. Again, I'm not saying that he's not on drugs, but it's kind of sad the way he was just getting berated and the boys apologizing, saying, you know, I'm sorry, you know, it's just us two here. And then it's like to film him. It's just kind of like and then accuse him of like being on drugs. It's like now. So what now that this is viral, what if he gets fired behind this and he wasn't on drugs? And it was a situation where he sleep deprived because 
everybody's quitting or nobody's working or they claim nobody's working these jobs. So I just think that, you know, there could be more to the story. I'm not saying that he's not on crack, cocaine or meth, whatever. Not saying that. I'm just saying that sometimes there's more to the story. Now, Funky, you're telling me that I'm reaching, but so should I just accuse you of being a drug addict with no proof? Is that, would that be reaching to then? Because you don't know him and you're accusing him of something without proof. All I'm saying is that he could be on drugs, but how can we can never look at it where it could be a whole nother situation where maybe that person is sleep deprived? Maybe that person has literally been working nonstop. You know, so just just be careful when you're accusing people of stuff, because when you're accusing people of stuff without proof, there's always fingers pointing back at you as angry and as as angry and as irate as that person was in the car. I could say, well, damn, are you on drugs? Because why are you so angry? Why are you so, you know, in your feelings about an eight dollar Taco Bell meal? Could I then turn around and accuse him of being on drugs, too? So that's all I'm saying is that you know you just never know the extent of a situation it's not about reaching it's just about like damn there is like even the top comment said there's literally no compassion there's none it's like we just are so quick to assume the worst just like i said i was ready to go off on that boy at taco i mean not Taco Bell, at burger king because of how long it took but then when he explained to me that it was just him and i looked and it was literally just him that stopped everything it was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Thank you so much. And he was like, no, thank you for just being patient. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know what everybody's going through at these jobs and at these restaurants. So that's all I am saying. Um, because, and the reason why I'm saying that is because I had a situation this week and we had a really good discussion on my Instagram page where, again, there's been a lot of these videos going viral, right? And so there was a video of, of this worker at Popeye's where he got mad and he literally destroyed the Popeyes. I'm gonna play y'all that video. And so, you know, for me, we watch so many videos online where literally you can't even tell what's real, what's not, what people are doing for clout and things like that. So for me, I assume this was another attention seeking person looking for attention. How can you work somewhere and not get paid a month? So I'm gonna show y'all this video first and then we're gonna, come back and, and talk about it. So give me just a second here. Okay, y'all might have seen this. This was viral this weekend. What happens when you don't get paid for a month? Someone's like, what is the price? At least he got his money. This is what okay, so y'all just saw that video. So everybody was talking about this. And so for me, I kind of felt like this story doesn't make any sense. How can you work somewhere for a whole month and not get paid? So I'm like, I feel like this is, you know, a cockamamie story. They probably, you know, took all his money for child support or they took, you know, student loan payments. He probably had some type of garnishment and he got mad when he went to go see his check. And it was literally, you know, went from like, let's say $300 to like a hundred bucks. Cause that happens where people's stuff will get garnished and they get so pissed at their employer for so-called allowing the garnishment. So that's what I had assumed that it was. 
And so I wrote that post and a lot of people, I was very surprised, um, started commenting on there and saying, T, no, this really does happen. And I was like, what, do, what are y'all talking about? And people were saying that they had been at jobs where they weren't paid. Other people had said that they had worked for Popeye's for a whole month where Popeye didn't, where Popeye's didn't pay them. And so I'm like, are you serious? Like, how can somebody work at a job and not get paid for a whole month? Because when we were in the workforce, we were taught, you know, they gave you phone numbers for like, you know, for OSHA and phone numbers, you know, to, for like the union and to call, you know, 1-800 numbers for anything going on with your job. And what we're finding now from this conversation is that one, a lot of people don't even know about these services. And a lot of these companies are not like, even though they're franchised, they're not national franchises. Some are technically mom and pop Popeyes. And sometimes they do not pay people their money. So again, that does not excuse anything he did. Cause I think his behavior was disgusting because at the end of the day, it's going to be on the employees, the other ones who are still there, they're going to be left to clean up that mess. Now let's keep it real. They're going to fry that chicken. And am I going to throw that, you know, you're not going to throw out that chicken. They're going to wash it off and fry it. Okay. But you know, the eggs and all that stuff, destroying the registers, destroying the card machines. Now the other employees can't do their job because you're upset. So I think he's a clown for that. And he can get arrested for damaging property and robbing the, you know, the register. That is an offense. But um, I, I just want people to understand that you have rights as an employee and you have to know the, the laws in your state. And if you're not being paid in a timely manner, you need to report them. Because I know Minnesota is really big on that here on holding employers accountable if they're not paying employees on time, if they're shortening employees, if employees are not getting, you know, um, their overtime and stuff like that, you have to call the labor union, the labor department. Don't just sit there and take that. So I just wanted to kind of make that clear because uh, you know a lot of people didn't even know that that was an option. They were saying that they just worked at a job and they ended up quitting because they weren't getting paid. And I'm like, but no, that's not how it works. They have to pay you. So don't just quit. If they're not paying you, you need to call the labor unions in your state and let them know that this employer is not paying people and they will receive serious fines for that. You know, so I wanted people to be aware of that. So that's why I was saying that you just never know. They can, there's always two sides to every story. So for me, I just assumed he was just some type of hooligan trying to go viral. But then other people were like, no, T, I worked at Popeye's and I didn't get paid for a month and I just ended up quitting because they didn't know that you know there were certain numbers and certain protocols that they could go through. So I believe that he probably wasn't uh, some yeah the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission the EC the EEOC is one. Look for the Labor Department in your state. But these are phone numbers that they're supposed to give you on your first day of orientation. I mean, we had a really good discussion in that in that chat, and I'm hearing that. Literally, they're they're hiring people off the streets and they're just putting you like start frying fish, start making biscuits. So there is no orientation anymore. So this is how desperate right now that people are looking, you know, to hire people because there's a shortage so-called for workers. So a lot of people are not understanding that these are violations of labor laws and an employee cannot go 
over a week without paying you. Like we understand things happen with payroll and banks, but it should never go into the next pay cycle. So everybody should be aware of this because you can definitely sue your employer. Don't just quit your job if they're not paying you. So for the, a lot of the young people who don't know this, I'm going to use my platform to let you guys know because you guys taught me something because I couldn't even fathom this. Like that didn't make any sense to me because I'm like, how do you work somewhere and not get paid for a month? But people were really saying that they've worked at Amazon, didn't get paid for a month. They've worked at, I'm mean, like legitimate businesses, not just, you know, like a mom and pop restaurant, but like franchise names, McDonald's, Popeye's, and we're not paid. And that is not okay. So I want people to be aware of that. Yeah, remember, uh, let's see here. Trilly Pretty says the numbers are on the posters in the break room. That's where we used to see them too, right there in the break room. Um, and even if you were, especially if you work in finance, they'd have them 1-800 numbers. You know, you can call if people are, you know, uh, laundering money and doing all types of money scams. There were all types of private numbers you could call. But from what people are saying, all that stuff is not in the break room anymore. They're not even getting breaks. So, you know, what's a break room if you're having to sit there? So, you know, there's just always two sides to every story. But again, he was an idiot for doing all that and filming himself. He's still going to get in trouble for that. But if Popeyes is out here not paying people for a whole month, that is disgusting. Everybody should get paid for their job. Whatever job you're doing, you should get paid for. So make sure you are rightfully compensated before you quit your job. So just to let you guys know, um, somebody said the employee handbook was the Bible. Exactly. But that's what folks are saying, that it's not like, you know, when people started working 5, 10, 15 years ago, they're not giving them these, you know, welcome to the company packages anymore. It's just get on the phone and work and we'll figure, you know, your name and everything else out. But they just need a body to fill a position. They're not even going through the right steps. So people aren't even getting these employee handbooks. So, which is just, it's insane, but it's really happening. Look, uh, Cami XL says my last three jobs had no type of break room. Exactly. So if there's no break room, where do we go to go see the poster? You know, maybe in the bathroom if you're lucky. But yeah, it's, it's sad that it's getting like that. So yeah, I didn't realize that times have definitely changed. So I'm not saying that that young boy wasn't high on pills. I'm not saying that. I don't know his backstory, but you also don't know if that young boy is overworked because there's nobody else to cover the shifts. So we just never know the story, but this man is filming him and accusing him of being on drugs and now it's viral and it just it just is not it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Melanated uh Thinka says there's no there's no proper orientation. Yeah, I'm hearing that nowadays, that there's not a lot of really good orientations for jobs and companies. So it's really unfortunate. So just be aware that there are laws that, that protect the employee, not just the employer. So if you're going through that, you need to call on your employer. There's no reason that you should be at a job for more than a week and you have not received a paycheck. So just know that. So now let me go ahead and get on to the next story here. Um, how long? Oh, I've been out here an hour and 15 minutes. Ooh, we time is flying. Make sure y'all hit that like button, honey. We got 2000 likes. We got over 8,000 people in the house. Please hit that like button. So now I wanted to talk about, um, 
there's been a lot of trans drama going on. And I want to hit on this. Me and one of my um, trans subscribers, we had a very interesting conversation um, on Instagram. And so there's, a, there's, I told her I was going to go ahead and address this on my platform because I've noticed where I've been getting trolled, attacked for what I post on my Instagram page. I even had people who have been subscribers for a long time saying, T, why are you promoting this? And what I find very interesting is that everything I post on my page, these are viral stories. These are not stories that I'm pulling out my ass in some obscure part of the internet. These are stories that are viral on Twitter. They're viral on Instagram. These are stories that are also being posted by The Shade Room, No Jumper, Hollywood Unlocked, and many others. But I noticed that there has been more of a conversation regarding the trans community, right? It's just been more in the mainstream and things like that. And I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, the same way I kept it real when the Mexicans came for me. Remember when Takashi 69 was viral and I was calling him out and I said, why is he doing all these antics and he's putting his black security at risk? Why is he not walking around with his essays? And you know, I said, there's a whole bunch of, you know, hardcore essays on the West Coast that could do security for him. And you know, some of my Mexican fans, they got mad and they were telling me, I don't have the right to speak on Mexican culture. Um, you know, I better stop talking about Mexicans. And I have to check y'all. Like, first of all, I talk about everything on this channel, okay? Any and everybody, race, gender, orientation, I don't care. So if y'all can come on here and sip on black dysfunction and black tea and kiki and it's all good, don't get in your feelings now when I'm talking about a Mexican artist like Takashi 69 Don't get in your feelings when I hold white people accountable for the shit they do. Don't get in your feelings when I talk about Asian people. So I noticed that, again, if we're talking about just, you know, black male female dynamics, everybody's here for it. But the second is something LGBT or trans, it's you need to shut the hell up. You're transphobic and all this stuff. And like I told everybody, honey, if you don't like it, you don't have to follow. You don't have to watch. OK, because one thing I don't do on my channel, I don't do clickbaits. Everything is properly titled. I'm not going to say, hey, you know, here goes a video of cute kittens and you click on it. It's like, oh, my gosh, they're talking about trans people. Everything is clearly titled. Um, so, again, I, I just want to go ahead and, and reiterate to you what this conversation that me and this person had. Oh, it was up. My phone reset itself. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it because sometimes it's hard to pull up like the conversations. It was it was really good dialogue. And I think this is definitely what is needed. Let me see if I can find it here. Because we kind of, you know, we wrote back and forth. It was two different people from the trans community that I was having a conversation with. see if I can. Okay, good. It came back up because before it wasn't coming up. Okay. So let me show y'all the video. This video was viral. It was posted not only by myself, but it was posted by No Jumper and a few other blogs as well. Okay, here it is. 
Okay. So this young girl, hey, you want to practice? Okay, have a good uh, practice. So um, this 12-year-old girl, she made a speech at the Women's Right event, and it went viral. So every blog posted this, but somehow, I guess, you know, lovely TTV is not allowed to post what everybody else posts. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Not that many girls are winning. vagina owner. I am a child human female, a girl, and men like Dylan Mulvaney and Leah Thomas will never be girls or women. So that was the clip. And like I said, you can find it on No Jumper and other stuff. But again, you've got people asking, why am I promoting this as if this is not a viral story? So one of my, my trans subscribers, they wrote this. They said, T's content lately has been very transphobic for about two months now. Every other post is about someone being trans and T being against it. I thought she said she had trans friends. Yikes. So I replied back to her and I said, um, I said her name. I said, we've posted the same topics as The Shade Room, Hollywood Unlocked, No Jumper, and many others. Are you also going to their pages to call them transphobic or is this reserved only for me? This is a viral video. Why whenever trans is a topic, all of a sudden it's transphobic to post anyone with the dissenting opinion? It seems like you all only want the positive things shown instead of folks showing both sides. We haven't posted anything that other blogs haven't posted. Matter of fact, we don't post, we don't post as much about this topic. Both Hollywood Unlocked and The Shade Room posted about Dylan wanting people arrested for misgendering. We did not post that. They also constantly post Dwayne Wade's child. We don't. Yet you, all, yet you all have this smoke for my page. My trans friends have no issues with me because they're not sensitive control freaks like some of y'all shake my head. I have an understanding for people who suffer from real gender dysmorphia. I will not allow you or anyone else to ever shame me into supporting attention seekers or mentally ill men who think that it's okay to shoot women over a bathroom dispute. You can welcome Dylan and Tara and TikTok Jeffrey with open arms and delusions, but I won't. Uh, but I won't. Continue allowing them to, inf to infiltrate and destroy your legitimate movement. That's on y'all, not me. So she replied back. She says, no, I thought this about the other outlets as well. And don't misunderstand me when I say I'm an avid fan and supporter of your channel. I just commented under your page because I know you allow an open and honest conversation. I felt like your audience would be a bit more open-minded and understanding. So I just stated something that I noticed and I felt. If that makes me a control freak, okay, LOL. Yes, I'm transgender, but I've been transitioning for like five years now. So this was before it felt like everything became so political. I've just noticed an uptick, that's all. Also, I don't think transgender athletes should compete against female athletes. I obviously don't support shooting someone over a bathroom. And Dylan makes my ass itch as much as the next person. But I love you and what you do either way. So it's all in love, LOL. Okay, so now this is me responding back to them. So I said, thank you so much. And I appreciate your response. And no, I'm not personally calling you a control freak, LOL. I'm saying that some people online come off like that in general. 
These are dialogues that need to be had between everyone to get these agents of chaos out of the movement. The reason things are becoming more political and drama filled is because of people who are hijacking the movement. And I believe the media is playing a huge part. Hold on. I believe the media is playing a huge part in the divide. Dylan is clearly playing games and, ha and had no attention as a gay man. But when he started doing the 356 days of girlhood, he goes viral and they reward him handsomely by feeding into his mockery of women. Ask yourself why are real trans women who have been putting in work for years in the community like Janet Mock, who I love, Laverne Cox, Isis King, and even Flame Monroe, who has always kept it a buck. Why are these people not praised and given massive deals and shown in a positive light? That is because the media wants to sow seeds of division and chaos. We need trans people like you to help speak out against the crazies who are here for attention, money, and viral moments when this is your actual day-to-day -day existence. I hope you see where I'm coming from when I address these issues. I'm not talking about people like you. I'm addressing the crazies who seem to be the loudest voices right now. So then she says, oh, okay, I got you. I'm sorry I misunderstood your viewpoint. And for that, I apologize. I actually agree with you. I guess it's no different than when black people when the black experience gets politicized. You have a point, have a good day. So, you know, that was us having a mature conversation. And I, and I just, you know, I wanted to be known to people because there was another lady, um, trans lady who had said the same thing. And she kind of felt like people were treating trans people as a monolith. And I had also replied back to her because again, I'm about having dialogue. You know, as long as you're not disrespecting me, I'm not gonna disrespect you. And I think we have to have these real conversations to be able to get to the bottom of this. Again, I understand gender dysmorphia and people who really feel like they were born in the wrong body. People who go through with their full transition, they're not playing games. You know, I see the people like Blair White and, you know, Laverne Cox and even uh, Caitlyn Jenner, right? But the problem is right now you have people who have infiltrated your movement. And this is the same thing with the LGBT community. You have people who have infiltrated the movement. And this is why a lot of my gay friends do not want the whole gender thing tied in with sexuality. Because to be LGBT means that, well, to be LGB means it's, a, it's who you're attracted to. You're attracted to the same sex. Has nothing to do with gender. But because they have all y'all under this umbrella, what has happened now is it has paved the way for the crazies. So when I, what I want my fans to understand, I, and I know the, the trans girls that I, that I rock with, who know me, who I speak to, they know that when I make my videos and I make my content, I'm not talking about them. The average trans person out here is just living their day-to-day -day life. They're just going about their business. They're going to work, trying to pay their bills, take care of themselves and things like that. Just like the average gay person, just like the average straight person, just like the average black person, right? So that's what most trans people are doing. They're not out here, you know, making a mockery of women. They're not out here as a trans man thinking I'm the next LeBron James and you need to let me play in the NBA. They understand that, you know, yeah, they've transitioned, but they know their strength is not necessarily that of a man. So they're just chilling in the skin that they're in right now. You know, so 
when I make these videos, it's not to knock y'all. It's not to like make y'all feel bad, but I'm not going to be silenced. When I see crazy, I'm going to call it out. I, I can't I can't live in this delusional world where people want me to accept somebody like a Dylan Mulvaney. I'm not because he's made a mockery of it. You know what I'm saying? You, there's so many clips you can watch it. And up until recently, I didn't know who the hell he was. He hasn't even changed his name. Like, come on. It's like he's not taking his transition seriously. And that's why I say, if you, if you really want to be upset, be upset at the media. Why are they not highlighting people like Janet Mock, who has put in work in the community for years? Why are they not highlighting the women of Pose? who made that show what it was, who really bought an aspect to like the whole transgender culture and everything else. These are women who have made a positive impact on the movement. Why are they highlighting the crazies like Jeffrey on TikTok? And when I say Jeffrey, I'm not talking about Jeffrey Star. I don't know why people keep saying Jeffrey Star. I'm talking about Jeffrey on TikTok who looks like a dude who wears eyeshadow and talks to kids. But he, he said that he got a Tampax deal as well. You know, if they're really serious about being inclusive, why would they have a Tampax deal with Dylan Mulvaney, but not with trans men? Meaning that women who were once, you know, well, women who turned into men who still have vaginas, right? Why would they not make them the face of Tampax to say, oh, even trans men use Tampax? That would make more sense. Why would you have a man who does not have a vagina be the face of Tampax? It, it just doesn't make sense. So at this point, it's a mockery. You know what I'm saying? It's a mockery. And, and then when I see Jeffrey Marsh, thank you, um, MJ, that's his name, Jeffrey Marsh. So when I see people like this trans man, uh, well, he says he's trans, but I can't tell because he comes off like a man. Let's go ahead and watch this. I'm, I'm ne you're, you're never going to shame me into co-signing this is normal. This man is threatening women. This is not okay to me. Why does it not have no sound? Hold on. Let me let me refresh this. There's something going on with Instagram. Let me see if I can find uh what's his name? Trans TikToker. I'll see if I can find his video on YouTube. I don't know why it's not playing. That's weird. Instagram's been doing that all day where like sometimes it'll play and then sometimes it won't. But basically he went viral on Twitter for threatening to shoot any woman who confronts him about using uh, the woman's bathroom. Let me see if it comes up on Twitter. Hold on. I think this is the video. Yeah, this is the video. Child, hold on. Let me show y'all. Let me share this page with y'all here. Okay. So, legally, if... I see a viable threat coming at me where I deem it a viable threat against my body or my life, 
I am perfectly legal to take that threat out. Keep that in mind when you try to make that mistake. And the day you deserve pudding pop, I dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. I dare you to try and stop a transgender woman in my presence from using the bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. This is a call to action and a call to arms to everybody within the United States that are scared, worried, have children that are transgender, lesbian, bi, or gay. This is a call to action. You need to arm up, plain and simple. Go out, buy a gun, learn how to use it efficiently, through and through. All right. So y'all just watch. Let me come back on the screen. Give me just a second. So that is my issue. So I'm not going to play willfully ignorant with people who want me to like not post stuff like that when that has to do with half of my female audience. And so the way that y'all can like stop some of this from being politicized is that there has to be people in the trans community who get up and speak out against this. I have literally only seen maybe three or four people on YouTube, and most of them tend to be trans men for some reason. It's usually the trans men who are calling out the Dylan Mulvaney's and the Jeffrey Marshes and people like Tara. But it seems like a lot of the trans women are quiet. And that is the issue. These people, because that to me, I'm sorry, that looks like a whole man. That person does not look like they're transitioning, like they're on any type of hormone. I get nothing feminine from them at all. I literally get a man who's just like, hey, I'm about to just try this trans thing out and see where it takes me. All I get from him is misogyny. So my thing is, you guys have to start calling this stuff out. This is how you end like this whole divide between the trans community and, you know, everybody else at this point is that you guys have to come out and you have to start calling out this nonsense. It can't just be Blair White. It can't just be, you know, that's the first one that comes to my mind. That's a trans woman that does call out some of this nonsense. It just can't be that one person. It has to be more of you guys. You guys can't sit back and just let this, you know what I'm saying? Because when you sit back in silence, it's almost like you're co-signing this. And then you guys get mad because I noticed Y'all have no problem coming to the comments to type transphobic and say, you know, oh, this comment is full of transphobia. But while you're saying that, you're not condemning the actions of somebody like Tara. Where's the condemnation for that? You know, so you, you guys have to start speaking up and we have to start having open and honest dialogue. I don't hate anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's not that serious to me, but I'm not going to sit there and play willfully ignorant to somebody playing in my face. I'm not gonna do that. And to me, at this point, there's an agenda being pushed when I see people like Dylan and Tara and they're getting all this mainstream attention and getting pushed through the algorithm, but normal, you know, trans women who are just transitioning and talking about, you know, their hormone treatments or their plastic surgeries, they're not getting pushed. They're not getting brand deals. So a lot of these companies, they know what they're doing. They're feeding this. 
And and it's not transphobia to call that out because at the end of the day, which I don't realize is that Dylan is not only mocking biological women, he's also mocking trans women as well. So a lot of y'all really should be should be offended by that and not defending it. Because again, he's not talking about, you know, these these hormones he's on, he may talk about it periodically, but when he first came out, it was him mimicking a young child going through puberty. That is what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about, you know what I'm saying, going through the transition steps. So, I mean, at this point, I feel like you have some gay men out here who feel like, well, they can't get any more attention as gay men. So now let me jump on the trans trend. That's what I'm seeing from the Dylan Mulvaney's. Whereas you have people where this is not a trend for them. This is how they live their day-to-day -day life. So to me, they're making a mockery of your life as well. So I just, I think the whole situation is, is just sad. But again, my job is to report on the news, on viral stories. And I report on everything. You can't come to my channel and be okay on sipping on conspiracies and black tea and, you know, white racism, but then the ball stops anytime it comes to like gender or LGBT. That, that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? And so if y'all are not going to the shade room and saying, well, why are you, why are you posting this shade room? It's not fair for you to come say it to me because everybody's posting the same stories. We're not posting anything differently from what anybody else is posting. Now, me personally, I would jump in my comments and I'll leave a comment because that's how I get down. You know what I mean? I don't post everything on my page. I have small who posts. So a lot of stuff I don't even know is being posted until I see it. But I jump in my comments all the time and give my opinion like anybody else. So yeah, Angie probably doesn't jump in her comments on the shade room. You know, Adam22 doesn't jump in his comments, but I do. And I'm going to be honest about my opinion and it is what it is. You know, but it's not, you know, it's not to disrespect anybody. But I think at this point in time, we have to have a real discussion about mental illness. And you have a lot of mentally ill people who are attaching themselves to y'all's movement. And it's not a good look. Because now, look how many people ran to make excuses for that trans shooter that shot up the school. It was all these excuses for that person. Then the following week, a straight white man shot up the bank. Oh, all his information was out there, his address. You got the parents on the news crying, apologizing to everybody for their son shooting up the bank. But for the trans shooter, everything was sealed. So it's like, what? So what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander? You can't want equality, but then when it comes to certain things, it's off limits. You can't ask any questions. You can't have any opinions. That's not okay. So I'm just glad that we were able to have that conversation and that dialogue. And so I wanted to bring it here to have this conversation with my audience. Understand that when I talk about certain things, and I'm calling out certain people, like they say, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. If you're not making a mockery of women, if you're not sitting here doing the things that people are doing for attention just to go viral on social media, I'm not talking to you. If you're really suffering from gender dysmorphia and you've really been on hormone blockers and you know hormones and drugs and stuff like that, and you're fully vested in transitioning, I'm not talking to you. And I don't think I should have to make a disclaimer every time I make a video. I shouldn't have to say, oh, I'm addressing, you know, the crazies. But, you know, I shouldn't have to do a disclaimer because I don't do it for anybody else.
I shouldn't have to say, well, it's not all black people. It's just the ratchets. I'm, I don't make a disclaimer for anybody else. Not all white people are racist, just these ones. I'm not making a disclaimer. I just make my content. I put it up and let the chips fall where they may. I can't control what grown folks say and type. You know what I'm saying? If I see somebody, you know, typing stuff about, you know, violence and harming people or, you know, we should kill X, you know, a certain group then yeah, you're blocked off my page. But I can't control if women are saying that they don't agree with this or if women are cheering on that little girl because she's speaking her truth. That's not for me to get up in there and be like, well, y'all can't agree with her. Like, come on, I don't jump in there with any other story. Am I offline? Wow. Am I am I gone? They said I'm offline. They're taking me offline. I don't know if y'all can see me. Can y'all see me? Maybe I got to go. Okay. Yeah, it took me offline. I guess I'm not even allowed to just talk openly and have a genuine discussion with, you know, with my trans subscribers. Like, wow. Yeah, it was like, you're offline. And it just, it took me off. The whole screen went black. I don't think I'm saying anything wrong. I, I just don't think I'm saying anything wrong. I don't think we're posting anything that nobody else is posting. And I think this is how you have conversation and you get to see both sides is by having genuine dialogue. But I want, you know what I'm saying, because I do have trans subscribers and I don't want y'all feeling like, oh, I'm coming at y'all because I make videos or because we post stuff. Again, I'm coming at the individuals, you know what I'm saying, the ones, like I, I have to drag Britney because what she's saying is silly to allow, you know, like a Leah Thomas to now infiltrate sports. What Leah Thomas did was wrong, point blank. That was wrong. He knew that he was not good enough in the men's division. So then he ran to transition, changed his name to Leah Thomas and was beating the hell out of the women. Like, how is that fair? You know, so it's like, we have to be able to have these open and honest dialogues, you know? But again, like I said, um, hopefully we can have decent dialogue when the topics come up, but Nobody runs what I talk about. Nobody, I will not allow people to dictate what we can and can't post on my Instagram, you know, topics I hit on, on YouTube. Um, I don't make topics every day about the trans community. I've, I've never have, you know what I mean? It's just certain viral topic. If that's what's viral, I'm going to cover it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, my last 30 videos are not just trans videos. So we're not going to do that and act like I just come online every day and going on the trans community like are y'all serious i've never just come online and just gone in and drug people who are trans like that's not even my style but i have no problem dragging a dylan mulvaney because he's disrespectful and he thinks it's funny he thinks it's cute to play this character and like i said he's not only disrespecting biological women he's also making a mockery of trans women as well so again you guys have to start um 
Let me see. Leah says, thank you, T, for clarifying and standing with the trans community. You're welcome. You know, but what I want the trans community to also do is to not just rely on my voice and the people who are calling out the nonsense. You guys have to use y'all's voices as well. Flame Monroe can only say so much. Blair White can only say so much. Y'all have to start calling the crazies out because at this point, for what I'm seeing, y'all's movement has been severely infiltrated and it is not cool. You have on Twitter, and I can't even show because they'll definitely pull this stream. There's a young boy who decided up in the school year that he wanted to be trans. He's beating the hell out of a bunch of girls. Beat the brakes off of them. And they got into it in the, in the locker room because he was pulling out his wee-wee and was flashing the girls. And so they started cussing him out. He was knocking them girls out. Y'all can go look up the fight. So, you know, again, I don't know trans uh girls who act like that most of them are not out here trying to fight girls and you know people who suffer from gender dysmorphia are not trying to whip out their willies and show them off to people they're embarrassed by it they want to hide it so that's what i'm saying it seems like anybody can just now be thrown in that category and it's like do they even really have gender dysmorphia because the way he was fighting he looked like a little hood booger he was knocking out all the girls he beat up a mexican girl beat the shit out of a black girl there was so many, and this boy has been out there whooping so many girls over the past few weeks. So now the parents are speaking out. Y'all got to Google it. So that's all I'm saying. Y'all got to start standing up for yourselves. Like, I get it. Some of y'all feel like, well, you know, I'm not an influencer. That it, it doesn't matter. Even if you're leaving a comment and you're saying, hey, I'm trans and I don't agree with this. I'm trans. You know what I mean? If y'all can type transphobic. You can also type when you you know what's right and what's wrong. You can also call out the nonsense. And, and that's the sad part is that you, and, and I get it because you'll have people in the community who will shame y'all. Just like when we had posted that whole drag queen video and they were dancing in front of babies. And one of my gay subscribers, he wrote in there, he said, I'm a gay man. This is not right. Children shouldn't be at drag shows. It should be for 18 plus. There was gay people dragging him and saying, Oh, you, I don't know what the derogatory word was, but almost like when you call a black person a coon, they were basically referring to him like that. Like, oh, you're just trying to get points from the straights. The straights don't give a fuck about you. And I'm like, how dare you attack him because he's saying that he doesn't agree with drag queens dancing for toddlers and babies. Like now you're calling him a, a you know, what was he saying? He was like, um, not a closeted. Y'all write the word. I can't even think of it. It's like losing. I can't even. Thank the train of thought. But he was basically going in on him. And oh yeah, internalized. Yeah, you have internalized homophobia and all this stuff. And I'm like, all because he doesn't agree. And like, he, you just want a cookie from the straights. So I get it. I know y'all get backlash from other people in y'all's community. But hey, I get backlash too. You know how many black people drag me? You know what I'm saying? For speaking the truth. I don't give a damn. It is what it is. It's my opinion. So don't worry about that. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, um, I just wanted to make that clear for the people who are feeling away or feeling like I'm attacking. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we have to have is open and honest dialogue like adults, point blank. So I'm glad I was able to talk about that. Somebody said internalized homophobia, internalized biphobia. Yeah, you know, just simply because he was saying that, I'm like, like now you're attacking him. But Y'all are supposed to be a community, but I see more back and forth and bickering. You know what I'm saying? 
when it comes to certain things, why can't people just have their opinion? So that's what it is. Let me go ahead. I've been out here for an hour and 47 minutes. I want to talk about, okay, Matthew Lawrence, and we got to talk about Ebony K. Williams. Okay, so the Matthew Lawrence situation, this is sad. He is talking about how he was basically, um, he was fired by his agency because he wanted to, um, he wouldn't do what the director wanted him to do. He refused to strip down for a director and he lost a Marvel role, Marvel role because of this. So I want you guys to go ahead and listen to what um, Matthew Lawrence had to say. Give me just a second. Hopefully this plays. Okay, it's playing. Let me hit refresh on this. In my life where I've been propositioned to get a huge role, I've lost my agency because I went to the hotel room, which I can't believe they would send me to, of a very prominent Oscar award-winning director who showed up in his robe, asked me to take my clothes off and said he needed to take Polaroids of me. And that if I did X, Y, and Z, I would be the- Oh, y'all can't hear? Okay, there's something going on with StreamYard. People are saying they can't hear. Y'all couldn't hear that? What is go? Okay, so now they're, they're messing with my stream. Let me remove it and try again. Hold on. Let me, let me try it again. Okay, let me know if y'all can hear it now. next marvel character i didn't do that and my agency fired me because i left this this director's room so a lot of my other male friends have gone through with both men and women in this in industry but there's a double standard and this is where i bring terry cruz terry cruz comes out and says it people are laughing at him they kick him out why because he's a man that represents masculinity and i think our society is less ready to hear that situation going on with men than they are with women there's been many times in my life where I've been propositioned to get a huge role. I've lost my agency because I went to the hotel room, which I can't believe they would send me to, of a very prominent Oscar award-winning director who showed up in his robe, asked me to take my clothes off and said he needed to take Polaroids of me. And that if I did X, Y, and Z, I would be the next Marvel character. I didn't do that. And my agency fired me because I left this, this director's room. So a lot of my other male friends have gone through with both men and women in this in industry, but there's a double standard. And this is where I bring Terry Crews. Terry Crews comes out and says it. People are laughing at him. They kick him out. Why? Because he's a man that represents masculinity. And I think our society is less ready to hear that situation going on with men than they are with women. There's been many. All right. So you guys heard what Matthew Lawrence had to say. Now, Matthew Lawrence, um, you know, he's he's from the 90s. He's from Mrs. Doubtfire. His older brother is Joey, Lo Joey Lawrence from Blossom. They also have a little brother as well. So the Lawrence brothers, they have been in acting for years. Um, he's currently dating Chili from TLC. But what is very interesting about this situation is I agree with him 100%. People are not ready to hear the conversation when it comes to male sexual abuse, especially in the industry.
The Me Too movement definitely helped a lot of women and it helped take down a lot of powerful men. But as soon as Terry Crews said something, I still remember D.L. Hughley making fun of him to this day, saying, oh, well, he's too big. And, you know, I wish a person would and this and that. You never know how you'll act in a situation, especially at a party with all these people around and you don't want to be seen as the angry black man and some, you know, director, producer just thinks they can come up and grab your junk and dare you to do something. You know, stuff like this happens a lot more than people realize. And I know they hate to say names. Like I get it. You know, it's scary. They don't really want to say anything, but if I was a betting woman, I would say that the director he's talking about, is Brian Singer. Now, if y'all don't know, Brian Singer, um, he's basically kind of disappeared from the Hollywood scene, but he was the director of many X-Men movies. Then we all watched An Open Secret. If you guys have not seen An Open Secret, I suggest that you watch it. Brian Singer is a sick and depraved man who used not only his status in Hollywood, um, but also the fact that he was able to like, you know, be a producer on these big budget movies. And he would use that to lure in what you call, you know, teens and twinks. Twinks are, you know, young gay boys that look really young. So a lot of them were really actually young and some of them were twinks where they were of age, but they look really young. And he would sodomize them and do all types of stuff to them. He was infamous for having these pool parties where these young boys between the ages of 14 and 18 would be taking drugs. Um, you know, he'd be getting them drunk, promising them stuff, and nothing would come of it. And so I really feel like that was a whistle for Brian Singer. So, you know, again, allegedly. But I feel like that's who he's talking about, especially being that he said Marvel and one of the biggest Marvel franchises is X-Men. And one of the biggest perverts attached to the Marvel franchise is Brian Singer. Just saying. So it, it's, it's sad. It's sad. But I'm glad that he's being very honest because it happens a lot more um, than you would know. And um Matthew Lawrence was very, very handsome. I mean, he's still handsome, but, you know, I can definitely see, you know, these producers coming on to him. But it also shows you how a lot of these agents, they're not there to protect your children. They're there for their best interests. Because he says, because he refused to stay in that room once that director propositioned him, his agency dropped him. So a lot of these agencies are nothing more then, you know, they're, they're madams for some of these directors and some of these Hollywood A-listers. And the second you're not willing to do the deed, you're out of there. You're fired, you know? And think about how many people go through with it because they just want to break into Hollywood. They just want to make that, you know, get that big role. And they don't get it. But now the producer has gotten what they wanted out of them. So this is why as parents... Exactly. A lot of them are pimping them. Um, this is why as parents, it is your job to protect your minor child. You know, once they're grown, it's a lot harder, but it's your job to protect your child. You don't just trust your child with their agent or manager. Remember what happened to Todd, uh, to Todd Bridges? 
his parents trusted him in the hands of his agent slash manager. And that was the person who was victimizing him for years. So it is your job as a parent to protect your child. Don't be so fooled by the glitz and glamour of Hollywood that you're willing to sell your child's soul to the highest bidder. So kudos to Matt for talking about this and for bringing it to light because so many times they act like it's only women who are on that casting couch. But a lot of these men have been rolled on that casting couch as well, as quiet as it's kept. So protect the babies for sure. Yeah, Corey Feldman, exactly. He was another person who talked about it all the time. Um, that's why a lot of these Nickelodeon and Disney kids are messed up. Look at Orlando Brown. I, I feel like he's fighting a lot of demons, a lot of things that happened to him in the industry, you know? So it's, it's really scary. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dini Darcel, hey, sis. Uh, she says, hey, T, sending you love. You spoke nothing but the truth. You know I'm going to rock with you, sis. Also, Dylan, the marionette is a whole mockery. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I, I, I know my real transes who rock with me, you know what I'm saying, who don't take offense to the things I post. So I know I don't have to explain myself to y'all, but for the ones who I guess just found me and they keep saying that I'm transphobic and, you know, cussing me out and sending me threats, I'm just making it clear. Like, y'all don't control my page, period. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have open and honest discussions about everything under the sun. So thank you, sis. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Sierra Parker sent $20, says it's called transfer pay. Ooh. Now that's different. I've heard of gay for pay, but it's starting to sound like that. That some of these high profile people that the media is all of a sudden shoving down our throats are transfer pay. I like that. That makes sense. That's exactly how I see Dylan and, and Jeffrey. So thank you. I'm Italian Curls. Sanfai says, T, thank you for having the guts to share your honest opinion on this conversation. I agree with you. And it's scary how quickly we get labeled phobic. Yeah. Like I said, I know somebody called me phobic the other day. I gave them the yawn emoji. Oh, yawn. Next. Find some other word. Like the words, phobics, those words don't bother me. Those are just people who, who can't have an open and honest dialogue like the other young trans woman did with me. So it's just easier to call me transphobic because it's dismissive. You don't have to point out anything. Oh, that person is just a phobic. It's, it's, it's just like calling somebody crazy. It's dismissive. So I, I don't care. I just yawn and keep it moving because I know who I am. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you're not going to bully me because I have an opinion. If me calling out somebody like Tara, who is clearly a, a violent psychopathic man with a wig on who has not even attempted to take any type of hormone supplement. If me calling him what he is, is wrong to you, then that's on you. I'm not going to sugarcoat what I see when I see somebody sitting there talking about shooting women who confront him about being in the bathroom. And to be honest with you, most women are not going to confront people. They're just not. I usually go in there, pee and wash my hands. I don't even want to make eye contact. So, I mean, I'm not about to confront anybody. So, and if I, you know, if I can avoid a public bathroom altogether, goals. So, yeah, I don't know if people are going to be going around really confronting people. I just think he's just a violent, misogynistic man. And I think you have a lot of these violent, misogynistic men. They are playing dress up and it's a mockery. 
Matter of fact, before I forget, remember that the trans Canadian teacher with the big tits, tits bigger than mine. Remember he was like uh, cutting stuff up, about to cut his nipples. Do you know they found him? They, they followed him for weeks and finally found him out of costume, dressed like a regular man. They chased his ass through the mall of Canada. That man ran out the mall, jumped into a waiting car. So prove him right there, he was never trans. Y'all have let crazies infiltrate the movement. He sat there and said he was trans. He has the right to wear these big ass titties with them damn softball nipples around children. And they caught his ass slipping at the mall. Y'all can go find it. I'm not even going to play the video because they're going to say, you know, it's harassment or some shit. So I'm not going to play the video. I can go find it. They found his ass slipping at a Canadian mall. They had been stalking him for a while. And they found him dressed like a regular man in jeans and a t-shirt, no titties to be found, no wig, no nothing. So again, you really have people playing games and y'all got to call it out. They chased that man all through the mall. He had a, a waiting Uber. So again, y'all can go Google it. Because when I made the video on him, uh, YouTube demonetized it and age restricted it. So again, he's been caught. He was never trans. He's playing a fetish. Yeah, he had them big old softball sized nipples. I said, he know he wrong for this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Prince Princeton said, sent five, says, Auntie, don't ever play like you don't know Prince Oberyn Martell <laughs> from Game of Thrones, the internet's daddy. Oh my gosh, please say, I'm a leave Will. I'm a leave Will. I'm a leave Will. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a leave Will. I'm wrong. I did not know. I feel so bad because uh, Oberyn Martell was fine. He's still fine. I'm so embarrassed. I didn't know that was him. I just never, I've never seen him outside of Game of Thrones. So, but thank y'all. Thank y'all for shaming me and letting me know. But yeah, he's still cute though. Okay, so now let me go ahead and talk about uh, Ianla Van Zant and Ebony K. Williams. We got to talk about this child. Okay, hopefully this plays. Let me know if y'all can hear this. I have, hold on, let me unmute it first. Take Ayala to. Can y'all hear it? Did y'all hear it? Okay. All right. Let me go ahead. Let me hit refresh. that you cannot teach a man or tell a man how to be a man. So I will not ask you to indict men in this question, but I do want you to speak, Ayanla, to how women need to, uh, I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build, when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all. Um, they are not positioned to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources. And some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? 
You. Would you date If he owns the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's, a problem. that's a problem. That's a problem. Okay. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about mm-hmm. that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who mm. we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver mm. if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well, I would date a bus driver. Know that you've said. All right. <laughs> Let me come back on the screen. And Yana's like, I would date a bus driver. Well, ma'am, you're 75. They're, they're, they're... I I guess so. I mean, come on, sis. Like, of course you would. It ain't, you know, I'm... Ebony K. Williams is an established lady who has herself together. She's a lawyer. She has, you know, plenty of businesses. She's, a, I believe, a multimillionaire. She's an author. Why does she have to settle for a bus driver? Absolutely not. Now, is there anything wrong with a man driving the bus? No. One of my best friends, he, you know, he drives the bus. He's a hardworking man. He's a great father, great husband. You know what I'm saying? He's a good guy. But again, she's in a whole different league. I guess the the issue for me is this. Why is this always a discussion with Black women? Why is this like our main discussion when we're like on a panel or interview? You know, it's always this whole, you know, uh, if you if you want to date up, oh, you're being a gold digger, you're not willing to hold down the black man. And then if they date down, oh, you're too established, you got degrees. Why are you with that thug? It's like we can't win. I never see Asian women, you know, interview each other, get into a conversation like, hey, would you would you date uh, you know, Yan Yan can cook? Not the the real Yan can cook, but, you know, Yan can cook at a regular Chinese restaurant versus, you know, a a lawyer. They never have these conversations. I never see Latina women saying, oh, would you date the the man who uh, works at the taco stand? Nobody asks these women that. She has every right to say that she won't date a bus driver. Why should she? Again, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like with black women, we can't win. If we make money, if we got money, if we're making a certain amount per year, then we're told, well, every man don't make 100K. Y'all be setting y'all's expectations too high. But then when they do, then in the same breath, y'all be like, oh, she can do way better than that. Oh, he's a he's a fry cook and she's making 100 grand. There she goes settling. Uh, she went to school and got all them degrees just to be with a damn gardener. It's like we cannot win for losing. Again. If Ayanla wants to date a bus driver, bless her heart. Let's keep it real. How many, like, she's not in the upper echelon of men's choices. She's like in her 70s. And I'm not saying that to be shady. But there's not a lot of millionaire ballers running after Ayanna. There's just not. So, of course, you would settle for a bus driver. You settle for anybody at this point. Not being disrespectful. But I mean, Ebony is still young. She has a nice shape. She keeps herself up. She has herself together. 
I think she can find a more valuable suitor than a bus driver. You know, why are we never told to get with somebody that's equally yoked? Why are we never encouraged to date up? Now, again, you also have to know where you stand in the grand scheme of things. And I've always said this. You can't be out here not on shit, you know, not working on yourself, not carrying yourself well. You got to bring something to the table too, ladies. You can't just bring pussy and problems to the table. No man's going to deal with that. So, you know, if you're not carrying yourself well and you have nothing to show for nothing, you have no right to demand a baller. You also have to be about something. But it's, I'm, it's funny that we're always told, you know, to like to date down or to settle as opposed to saying finding somebody that's equally yoked. And again, it's okay for men to date down because they're men. So a Tiger Woods can date a fucking babysitter. Nobody's going to judge him. But look how many people drug Mary J. Blige when she got with Ken Don't because he wasn't on her level. People drag Nicki Minaj's husband because he's not quote unquote on her level. So it's like with, with black women, they can never win. If we accept a man for where he's at, then you're dating down. If you say, well, I'm not trying to play cleanup lady, then you're a gold digger. How about people just date people that you are, you know what I'm saying, that you're equally yoked with. And sometimes you can find that, yeah, Jill Scott was another one. They drug her. Rihanna and her man. We all know ASAP Rocky is not on Rihanna's level. A lot of people say that Rihanna dated down. She went from a billionaire to, a, I guess, a thousandaire. I don't, I don't know when the last time he had music. But, you know, so again, we never, like, we can't win. I don't think that makes Ebony bad for saying, uh, yeah, Monique too, Monique and Sydney. I still don't know what Sydney does besides playing the role of daddy. Daddy, daddy's home, daddy's home. <laughs> you know, so she don't want to date a bus driver. That don't make her, you know, a bad person. I can see if she worked at, you know, KFC and she was the biscuit girl. This lady's a multimillionaire. She got herself together. She don't have to settle for a bus driver. Now, now again, let's say she just worked a regular nine to five. Then yeah, that's cool. I don't think somebody who just works a regular nine to five should really, you know, turn their nose up at a bus driver. You making, you know, 15 an hour, he's making 15, 16 an hour, maybe 20. You can't turn your nose down on him. But somebody who's making millions, you can't expect her to date somebody who's making, you know, 30 grand, 40, maybe 60 grand a year. That's silly. Nobody would ever tell a white woman with a straight face who's as established. Imagine if this was one of the, the real uh, whatever housewife from one of the white states, right? Because she was in, I think, the real housewives of New York, if I'm not mistaken. Imagine, let's say Ayanya was talking to one of the real housewives from the OC or from New Jersey. And she asked that, that housewife, why don't you date a bus driver? They'd be like, the hell? White women never settle. Look at Dolores. As, as old as Dolores is on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Y'all see she got that damn Irish man? That man's rich as hell. All them bitches wanted her man. Did y'all see his house? I said, well, damn, I had to go Google his house. <laughs> his house was so nice on the show. I had to go Google that bitch. Like, damn, I want a tour. I found a video of them giving a tour. 
I sat back, I said, damn, the house smells like cologne? What kind of house is this? They said cologne just comes through his uh, vents. The whole house smells like expensive cologne. He had a whole bunch of chefs, had a baker in the house, fresh flowers, big ass patty. I said, I ain't never seen no shit like this. A bachelor's pad? What? Nobody would dare tell Dolores to go get a bus driver. She went and got herself an Irish prince, bitch. Do he got a brother? I'm just saying. Like, I just I just don't like that. Y'all go and watch that episode uh, of Real Housewives in New Jersey and go see Dolores' boyfriend's house. Nobody would tell Dolores, oh, well, you're divorced. You got two kids. You should, you know, go get a bus driver. Oh, hell no. Dolores said, not me, bitch. She went and got her an Irish man, a rich Irish man. Took all the girls to, to what was it, to Ireland. They took a girl's trip to Ireland. They was living in a castle and all types of shit. The past three episodes, they've been in Ireland, living it up, eating, I don't know, some type of blood pudding or something. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. I, I just I just don't like that, that when it comes to black women, you know, we're, we're always posed this question. And then the second, like, you know, we say, well, no, I'm, I'm not settling. Then it's, oh, you know, you're wrong. And that's the problem now. Ayana comes from a different generation. The, this new generation, we're not holding down bullshit. Either you come to the table with something, and I'm not saying you got to be exactly where I'm at, but it can't be that much of a difference. I can't be up here financially and you down here. It just, it has to be a little bit more equally yoked. You know what I'm saying? And recognize everybody can't get with a millionaire. Everybody can't date a rapper. Everybody can't date an athlete. But there are men out here who do make good money, who do have a good income, who know savings, have good credit. There's nothing wrong with asking for that. Saying that you want a man who has a car should be the bare minimum. At a certain age, the man should have good credit, possibly own his own home. Or at least his credit is up to par, we can get a home together. I don't think that's asking for too much. We're the only race of people who are just told to like, just, you know, support struggle love. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Nobody tells Italian girls to support struggle love. Teresa had four kids and married that new Italian man, Louis. And Louis rich as hell, he built that big ass house. So again, nobody told, Teresa went to jail and everything. She a whole criminal and got herself a, a, a multi-millionaire man. You got black women ain't never been to jail, got degrees. And people are telling you to date a bus driver. This bitch got a whole criminal record for scamming. And still came out with four kids. Nobody called her kids a bunch of bastards. Nobody called her children baggage. Nobody, you know, did an interview with the New York Times and was like, oh, you know, single mothers are baggage. Nobody looked at her like that. That millionaire man snatched her up and gave her a dream wedding. So again, we're the only race who do this. It's sad. I don't think there's nothing wrong with building with the man when y'all start off at the same. So let's say you guys are both in y'all's 20s. Y'all are 25, y'all are both struggling. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are still trying to figure out life. At that point, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with building together and building each other up, encouraging each other to go get your degree or, you know, start a hustle. 
let's do this is boyfriend and girlfriend, eventually husband and wife. That's a beautiful story. But Ebony K. Williams is not 25. All that building shit with people, that's cute in your 20s. Once people get to their late 30s and 40s, we, we don't got time to build. You got to come to the table with something. Because I built my own. So either you're going to, you know what I'm saying, add to that as a man. But I don't have time to build you up. I, I don't have time for that. So, yeah, once you get to a certain age, bus drivers, struggle love, you know, encouraging a grown man in his 40s, you know, I'd be like, I, like teaching them how to create an LLC at 40? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If he don't have the motivation to figure out how to do that himself, I, I, I don't have time to teach you silly shit that you can learn at the age of 19. You got 19 year olds out here starting LLCs, businesses, hustling, grinding. So you gotta, you gotta want it. You gotta want it. So yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And again, like I said, the same way women shouldn't settle. I, when I say this, man, I'm talking about y'all as well. If you have yourself together as a, as a young black man, you know what you want out of life. You got goals. Don't settle for no hood rat who ain't got shit. Who got a bunch of baby daddies out here. She just want to sit around and smoke weed all day. So again, there's nothing wrong with having goals and priorities and never let anybody shame you off of that. Everyone has the right to be picky. Everyone has the right to be selective because at the end of the day, you have one life to live. And I'm not sitting here wasting any more of my time with nonsense. Life is too short. So if, if her goal in life is not to date a bus driver, that is fine. If a young black man's goal in life is not to be with a woman with four kids by four different men and he ain't got no kids, that is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I said that before. I don't think people who don't have children, they don't need to be getting with people who have two and three kids. Absolutely not. Because everybody's not meant to be a step parent. I prefer when people don't have kids to get with each other. People who have kids, y'all need to date each other. Leave the people who ain't got no damn kids alone. So, yeah, my words go for both, male, female. Don't let anybody shame you on your selectiveness, on you wanting better in your life. And if you can find a good person to build with when you're young, that's even better. But understand, when people get to a certain age, they don't have time for nonsense. Just like men who are in their 40s, they're not going to deal with a lot of nonsense. You know, they'll take care of you, they'll look out if they have it but they're not gonna deal with a lot of nonsense. And that's the same for women who are older. They're not gonna deal with a lot of nonsense. You gotta bring something to the table besides pussy and problems. That goes for penis and problems too. Penis in prison, don't want it. So. <laughs> so I just, I just had to keep it real. So, you know, Yana, she can date every bus driver in, in Texas, wherever she lives, that's her business. Again. She's an older black woman. Um, you know, she was from a different generation. So she's probably willing to hold down certain situations. And Ebony K. Williams is not. And that's okay. That's okay. Because like I said, I don't think that question would have been asked had she been talking to a white Real Housewives of whatever city. Because they never ask them those questions. Nobody ever goes to a Teresa Judice or... Um, you know, just whoever and says, 
Oh, would you date a bus driver? Would you date a, you know, a fry cook? They would never ask them that because they know that's not even in their, they wouldn't even be in the same vicinity as a bus driver. A bus, what's that? I have a valet. I have a chauffeur. Like where would Ebony even, you know, be in a situation where she wouldn't meet a bus driver? She's a lawyer. Why would she not be trying to date other lawyers or people, you know, in a corporate type field? I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, man, shout out to Dolores, honey. They all wanted her man after they saw his house. Oh, what, what that one with the deep voice? I'd be forgetting her name. Jennifer Feschler, the one with the deep voice. She was like, yeah, if, if that wasn't your boyfriend, I'd fuck him. I was like, I bet she would. She over the kiki and the laughing, acting like she drunk. That bitch dead serious. Dolores, watch her. <laughs> <laughs> but Real Housewives of New Jersey, that is my show. That is my show. So, you know, like I said, um, don't settle. You know what I'm saying? And if you're willing to be, you know, a cleanup person because you like a project, that's your business too. I can't judge that. Some people like a project. Some people like to, you know, help a man get off his feet and, and build him up. You know what I mean? And that's cool. But then once you build that person up, don't get upset if they take all of the tools that you gave them and they walk away. Remember, that's what happened to Kanye West. He used all his resources to build up Kim, her sister, her mama, the whole brand. And they got up and walked away. So understand if you're that type of person. Because Some people are just like that. Some people have big hearts. You know what I mean? Understand if you're sitting here building up a project, that project can walk away from you at any time and you have to you know live with that realization so it's unfortunate but it happens uh kim star said no bob the builders around here exactly unless they're building a house yeah we're not i'm not um people don't got time for that i think i think once you get to a certain age there's nothing wrong as from men and women's perspectives expecting certain things when once you're at a certain age I just think that, you know, once you get to a certain age, you should have your credit on point. You should have goals. You should, you know, even if you don't have a house, you should be able to get a house. You just may not have one because you haven't found the right person, you know, to move in with, or you're just doing the renting thing. Once you get to a certain age, there's just certain things you should have. I'm not going to get boosted by a man in their 40s or 50s having a car. Well, at least you got a car. What? My 16-year-old has a car. I'm not I'm not gonna be boosted by that with somebody who's 40. Just saying. <laughs> so, let me read some of these super chats and I'm gonna get up out of here. Oh my god, I've been out here for two hours and 21 minutes. I did not expect to stay on this long, but it is all good. It is almost eight o'clock too. We got over nine thousand people in here. Shout out to y'all. I hope you guys are enjoying this stream, having a good old funky time. Uh let's see here. Uh, Cam sent 499 says, Hey T just wanted to stop by me and my mom. Love your videos. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Cam. Thanks for coming through. Uh, trans talk with miss chastity 85 says as a trans woman, I know my place. They don't want to give trans women of color, a platform to combat people like Jeffrey. This person does not speak for us. Thank you so much. And that's the biggest issue as well. And that's what I was saying is like, I feel like this is a play by the media because there are so many trans women of color who have been in the movement, putting in work for years and they've never gotten as a, 
as much of a fraction as what I've seen Dylan Mulvaney get. So I definitely agree with you. So thank you. Um, Miss Fifth said 999 says, hey T, it's been a while. What can I do about YouTube constantly unsubscribing me? Wow. Go ahead and screenshot your comment and send that to my YouTube manager since they think I just, you know, I just make this stuff up about them constantly unsubscribing people. Hence why my numbers don't really move like that. Um, I'll email them and see what they say because at this point, I don't know what else to do to stop them from constantly unsubscribing my subscribers. It's sad. Um, but just make sure that you're following me on other social media sites so at least you can get the alerts. So when I go live, you'll know because I post it on all my other social media. So at least do that. But um, I got the screenshot. I'm going to send it over to my YouTube manager and see what they what lie they come up with this week. <laughs> but thank you, sis. Um, and Moose and 499 says, T, did you hear about the Netherlands allowing terminally ill kids from the ages of 1 to 12 to be euthanized? What the hell? 1 to 12? One-year-olds can barely talk. How do they know that they don't want to be here no more? I have to look in. I haven't heard about this. I have to look into That is very, very weird. Ages 1 to 12. It sounds like depopulation to me. And then why are they, I mean, terminally ill... What are they terminally? I mean, I guess, I mean, I know kids can get cancer, but a lot of kids, you know, tend to survive it, you know, because they're, I don't know. I, th I think most kids end up surviving it, but what are they terminally ill from like that? Is it that many kids that are terminally ill that they need to be euthanized? That is, what the hell? I'm going to definitely look into that. That is very strange. Like terminally ill kids, I mean, that's usually far and few between. Most children tend to be healthy. So it's like, is there that many kids that, that's sad. Wow, thank you for the super chat. I'm gonna look into that further. Um, Claudia, thank you for the 999, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, says Lyson 499 says, as a transgender woman, I agree that we should stand up against the crazies. I respect you for keeping it real. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, sis. Thank you for coming through. And that is, that's my main suggestion that can combat all of this divisiveness and back and forth is that we need people like yourself and others to start speaking out against this. You know, I think if enough people say, hey, these lunatics are not a part of us, we don't stand with that, then it's going to, they're going to be forced to have to change the narrative because at this point, the media is playing games. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Miss Melanate is sent 499 Says you're right. What these trans women do is take attention from black trans women being murdered. Ooh, you're right about that. You're definitely right about that. Because everybody's so focused on, you know, these white men who are playing these, you know, mind games. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Claudia sent 199 says, looking good, T. Love from Guatemala. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Lettuce Go Tomato says, I feel like they're, these are the end of days. On one day, they will F around. And when it's time to find out, it will be too late. Love you, sis. Love you, too. Thank you so much. Well, you know, like they say in the Bible, um, in the last days, good will be bad, bad will be good. 
And I think we see a lot of that. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. Even today, Janet Yellen came out and said that the United States, they literally have a month or so before we go bankrupt once again. She said this a few months ago, but now she's saying it again. You know, so it's just a lot of stuff that's going on right now. Um, even with AI, you had the so-called godfather of AI quitting Google uh, the other day, and he's talking about the dangers of AI. <laughs> no, duh. You know, so it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, let's see here. Days with Jackson, 499 says, while he just caught the live, about to watch the playback. By the way, you look beautiful. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Chris Gold sent $10, says you're speaking facts. I also noticed that when Candy gets Riley nice things, people complain about her spoiling Riley, but they don't bat an eyelash when Teresa Judice or Kyle Richards spoil their daughters. That's true. That is very true. The black kids on the Real Housewife, Real Housewives, they're always called spoiled. Um, you know, the parents are doing too much. But yeah, when it's Teresa taking her children on, you know, tropical vacations and, you know, buying them G-Wagons for their birthday and spending $150,000 on their Sweet 16, it's, it's you know, it's just the norm. So yeah, you're definitely right about that. We, we don't get the same, you know, grace as other races, unfortunately. Um, Dexter Davis says, what's up, T? I'm 30, no kids, been owning my own home since I was 25. My credit is good and thriving. I'm single. What about you? Okay. All right. Uh, Dexter Davis, put a slide in my DMs. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Y'all got me up here blushing down, child. Uh, let's see here. Um, somebody said, T, cheer on the blue collar uh, workers. What's up with tonight? Shake my head. No, nah, we're not gonna do that, Diamond. Stop. Y'all know I go hard for the blue collar workers. Don't do that. Because, like I tell y'all, blue collar work is no joke. It's not easy. And you do have men out here who are blue collar who make good money. So I'm not saying that. But the question wasn't, would you date a plumber who's making a hundred grand, you know, like 80 to 100 grand a year? Because there's plumbers, there's electricians who make really good money. That wasn't the question. The question was bus driver, okay? And the difference is Ebony is a lawyer, but I would never come on here and diss blue collar workers. Y'all know that. I have been one of the few YouTubers who have encouraged people. If you don't wanna go to a four year, don't go and mess up your credit, get student loan debt, go get a trade. I have encouraged people to get trades. We need more electricians. We need more plumbers. We need more blue collar workers. So I would never come on here and disrespect blue collar workers. All I'm saying is that it's not wrong if you want to date somebody that you're equally yoked with. You get what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with dating blue collar work workers because there are blue collar men who make just as much money, if not more, than some corporate men. So let's keep that real. People like to look down on the plumber until they need one, and then they show up at your house charging you $50 to $80 an hour to fix your toilet, fix your sink, and all that stuff. So I'm not making this to ever disrespect blue collar work. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that black women need to stop asking other black women these silly questions about, you know, who would you date? And it's always like on the lower end of the spectrum. If, if Ebony was just like, let's say a school teacher making, you know, 50 grand a year, that would make more sense. 
a school teacher can't look her nose down at a bus driver. They're making about the same amount of money. Ebony is a lawyer on a reality TV show who's a multimillionaire. That's kind of insulting. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? So yeah, please don't take it like I'm disrespecting or talking down. I would never do that. I respect blue collar workers. So please don't think that. So I hope I made that clear. Look, somebody said they must not be a real tea sipper. They must not because I go hard for blue collar workers. All I'm saying that it's okay to date somebody that you're equally yoked with. That's all I'm saying. Now, if you want to date up and you can manage to get somebody who's making more than you, who's a multimillionaire, that's cool. Nobody's knocking that. Because again, it's, men can always date down. So you can be a babysitter, you can be the biscuit girl, and you might be able to pull, you know, a man making six figures who happens to come into Bojangles and thinks you're pretty. But trust and believe, in order for a man to date down, you have to be extraordinary. He's not going to date the ugly biscuit girl. You got to be a bad bitch, nice body, pretty. You know, he's looking for arm candy. Y'all not ready for that conversation. That's all I'm saying. Exactly like young Miami. Diddy can date down with her. You know, if you call that dating, you know, she's not on the same level as Diddy. But young Miami's a beautiful girl. You know what I'm saying? She has a big fan base. So in, in turn, it helps Diddy. You know, it looks good for him as well. So it, it has to be something mutual. A man with means and money is not necessarily going to date lower if there's not something mutual. So usually for him, it's the girl's looks, the girl's body, her personality. It's more to it. <laughs> and a freak. You better be a freak too, bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying. You better suck him off as soon as he walks in from a hard day at the office. <laughs> hands and knees, hands and knees. <laughs> you better be a young freak. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Um, KN says, hey, T, news alert. Kenyan pastor has brainwashed people to starve themselves <laughs> in an 800 acre farm. More than a hundred bodies exhumed. It's bad. What in the world is going on on Beyonce's internet? You got a pastor brainwashing people to starve themselves and they're actually dying from starvation. Wow, you can't make this up. That's sad. Thank you, Kim. I'm gonna look into that story. That's sad. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Kate the Great uh Sanfai says love your blazer it's giving versace and beach wave hair that's super cute this slide was just what i needed sending love for your evening uh, sending you love enjoy your evening thank you so much yes unlike uh <laughs> the met gala people that we watched earlier today this is the bootleg versace <laughs> but yeah it's cute it's giving versace vibes <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So yeah, I've been on here for two hours and 34 minutes. It is time for me to go. I appreciate everybody that came through today. Thank you all for the super chats, for the laughs, for the love. I'm glad that we can, you know, just talk and have just real genuine conversation and, and laugh because again, you guys are like family here, you know, so I want to make everybody who comes to my stream you know, feel comfortable and leave happier than when they came. So I hope I did that for y'all today. 
Um, and then once again, before I go, don't forget my event in Atlanta in two weeks. So if you're interested, we have about 10 tickets left. Please go to my Eventbrite and buy a ticket. I can't wait to see you guys in two weeks. We're going to have fun. It's going to be beautifully decorated. We got good food, honey. So I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. So come on through and come hang out with your girl. So everybody have a good night. I will talk to you guys later. Bye, everyone.